veteran, 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 penis, penis, veteran, 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 penis, penis, the veteran penis podcast. Good evening and welcome to show 16 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Uh, I'm the Daddy, as always, and uh, with me tonight is Chini. Yeah, what up? I don't know. So, do, do I say stuff now? This is me saying stuff. Hello? That's I would draw my question. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, you've got to get some of the Simpsons in there, haven't you? There you uh, and we've got Duke. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. Well, I think that's as fragile, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. What's that? No, no, no clue, oh, mate. Yeah, it may just be an American thing. It's a movie called Christmas Story. It's about this kid who wants this Red Rider BB gun, and it's sort of this, you know, idyllic slice of Americana, and his dad is entering this contest, and he wins this lamp shaped like a leg. And he's so excited about it, and the wife is, like, so taken aback. Like, what the hell is that thing? And he's like, it's a major award, honey. And she's all jealous of the lamp. And Anyway, it's a very silly movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it definitely sounds like it. Yes. Um, now then, last week, as you know, we did catch you on the hop a little bit, didn't we, Duke? <laughs> you, you know. You, as, a, as a nerd who has nerd leanings. Yeah, just a little bit. So I thought, you know, it's only fair that that we sort of turn the tables, well, on me and Chini Uh-oh. a little bit as well. Something so, nerdy that y'all have done? Let me guess. No, not this podcast for over a year. <laughs> no, no, not no, not necessarily, not necessarily nerdy, but our first nerdy. ever, our first ever appearances on a podcast. Wow, this is like when you were like six years old. My name. <laughs> It might be. So who do you want to hear first, me or Chini? Uh, let's start first? with Stu. Okay, go for it, Chini. That's what we so, mate. <laughs> yes. What do you think? What well, think? I'm thinking there's a, there's a couple of things I don't like about the game I have to start with, so I'm going to be a bit controversial. Please. Too many loading screens, I think, is one of the issues I don't like too much. Seems to have to be waiting forever for a load, load, load coming on all the time. And one of the other things I'm not overly keen on, oh, it's only a minor thing, when you start up a new game, you go back to the apartment every time and don't always have a car to get around in. So I tend to have to pull someone out of one. There you oh, go. Whinging about GTA 4, man. GTA. It, it, it was a GTA <laughs> 4 special. Oh, it's so, like, boring. You know? I know. Oh, I loading know. screens are crap. I know. Thanks, man. I hate these <laughs> loading screens. You don't have a car. <laughs> You know, hey, if, I, if I want to steal a car, why would I play Grand Theft Auto? Come on, man. I, I want to buy one legally. I don't like... <laughs> but to I be fair, right? To be fair, next to the car dealership. <laughs> to be fair, though, it was it was the first ever Grand Theft Auto game I'd played. So. It's you know, doubly true, though. I, uh, I was stopping at red lights in the game. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was Nerd. And uh, right, we we better move on. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to to Ginny. Well, I have no idea what, what I'm going to say. I haven't heard this for years. In fact, I've never heard this. So uh, here we go. Hello. <laughs> Who is this? Hello. It's Ginny. Ginny, welcome. Ginny. Hey. Ginny, what's up, Plexus? What's up, three sixty Plexus? First you time caller across the pond, right? That's right, man. I'm in England. 
you didn't get stabbed trying to get your game, did you? I didn't get stabbed, but I, I was the man who was doing the stabbing. That was me. God, I sound like a right yam. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what was, who gets stabbed for games? What are you talking about? I don't know. There's a story, wasn't there, that somebody got... Yeah, some, oh, it was a PS3, I think, or something. That was the GTA, that was it. And some people were stabbing some people, you know, as they do, it was, whatever. It was, in, it was in the town where I lived. It was wow. in Leyland. Doesn't surprise uh, And basically, this guy went to queue up at midnight for his copy of GTA 4, and on the way home, he got mugged yeah. and stabbed for his game, it's basically. It's not that surprising, though, because this is a game where you rob people, you get <laughs> prostitutes, you hire them and have your way, and then kill them for your money back. Is it a big surprise that yeah, but it's a the people game. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I drove 90 miles an hour to go get my coffee. <laughs> I drove right through the shop. I didn't even That's pay. right. But I stopped at all the red lights, though. 90 <laughs> miles an hour between lights. And I bought my car the legally. Funniest, the funniest thing, though, is that I think in both of those instances, you can tell that what you lack most, I think, is confidence. Both of you just seem like you're kind of like middling and sort of like, I, you know, I did like this, like that. and I don't know. It just seems like we, you know, we get more used to it. And, you know, you listen to really good radio DJs. Like, they have confidence. They know what they're doing. They're ready to go, man. Yeah. Do you know, it's, it's really weird. I, I remember the, when I was sort of, when he phoned me. And I had, I'm not being kidding, right? No, no decent headset or anything. I had this no handheld, answer. yeah, handheld <laughs> Skype phone. <laughs> it's just like a Skype phone with a USB uh, cable on the end. Yeah. And I remember him phoning me, and I, and I was really nervous. And I remember, and oh, I, yeah, I coughed. our first time. <laughs> and I was like, <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> this I game. was nervous <clears throat> the first time I was on the over 35s, man. I was like, oh, oh, you, you, were, you were a veteran. All those well, I mean, I knew people. some of what I was doing. But anytime <laughs> you're in a new group, I was in a bowling tournament this weekend, and they put me in this group of people I didn't know, and I'm just, like, real nervous and, like, watching everything I do and, like, thinking, oh, they're all judging me and – I don't know, it takes that's a while true. to get used to That's true, actually, because I went on, a couple of weeks ago, I went on the, um, uh, what is it, the Gamesman, right? They was having a live show over the Gamer Corporation, right? Yeah. And and Steve says, oh, do you want to come on for a bit? And I went, I'll go on then. And then, just before I was ringing, I was like, ooh, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm like, why am I nervous? I, <laughs> I hope week. they like me. <laughs> I would draw my question. I would draw my question. It is a bit live, so that, isn't it? games now, because people are Yeah, no, actually, no. <laughs> They are falling no. asleep at their iPods. No, oh, no, man, no they're we... like, oh, isn't that cute the way they used to sound? No, we can't, we can't quite move on to games just uh, yet. Oh, for crying out loud. No, no, no. It's not better I not just... about something that makes you ashamed to be British again. Uh, well, it sort of does, oh, but... Christ. But it's a, it's a little bit of a comparison to you, Duke. So I wanted to ask you how, you know, have you ever felt this way as a teacher? Okay. What way? So, okay, it, the, the headline is, this is on Sky News today, this, Die, Die. Teacher accused of pupil attack. Okay, really? so that, yeah, no, so this is the story. Okay, here we go. A school teacher shouted, "Die, die, die!" as he beat one of his pupils around the head with a dumbbell. A oh court has heard. I know. Listen, listen. Peter Harvey has gone on trial in Nottingham, accused of attempting to murder a 14-year-old student who cannot be named for legal reasons. Uh, the 50-year-old science teacher is accused of attacking the boy during a lesson at All Saints Roman Catholic School in Mansfield. He denies the charges of attempted murder and grievous bodily harm with intent. At a previous hearing, Harvey admitted one count of grievous bodily harm without intent. In footage captured by one of the students, the teenagers could be heard calling Harvey a psycho after he tried to restore discipline during his science lesson. The court heard how he shouted at one girl who was messing about with the blinds. She alleges that he kicked her. 
A boy then got a meter-long ruler and was using it to play a game. Harvey was then trying to pursue the boy around the classroom. Eventually, he got a hold of the 14-year-old, who cannot be named. He dragged him out across the corridor and into another room of the science block. He took a three-kilogram dumbbell and began to hit the child on the head, allegedly shouting, Die, die, die. Uh, The other children ran out into the corridor and tried to stop it. So, have you ever felt like that? No, I've never wanted to have homicidal rage toward a student. Now, that's not to say I haven't been mad at students. Don't get me wrong. But that's just crazy. Although, it's actually not as crazy as it might seem because um, there's this... It's really weird that I... How, I can I, I just stop you just, just a second? How can hitting a child around the head with a dumbbell not be considered crazy? Well, yeah. Really? It's, well, no, but I mean, what I'm saying is that this sort of thing isn't an isolated incident. I remember a few years ago, my friend played me this. Uh, he had this radio show he used to listen to in his hometown of Nashville, Tennessee, and he gave me a disc of this radio show, and they were making fun of a teacher who had thrown chairs in class. And I thought it was so funny because he had said that the children would not color quietly. And so one of the radio DJs started making fun. Your crayons are squeaking. It's driving me crazy. I can't stand it. So I actually took that and did a remix of it, and I sent it to the radio DJ, and he thought it was hilarious. So anyway, that's just, I don't know, it's just really weird that that same thing would come up. Can I say, and, uh, can I say... <laughs> This podcast has took a very strange turn. Like, I don't think this podcast has ever sounded strange in my life. <laughs> Throwing chairs. And Do you know what the... Beating kids with a dumbbell. I would my question. Do you know what the weirdest thing is, right? I'll come up with some random story that you've no prior knowledge of. <laughs> and you'll have some sound clip that goes with whatever, the story. Whatever yeah? it is, you've got to learn, Stu. Whatever it is, whatever it is... Duke has already made a song and a remix of it. Doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> How is that possible? Even if it's about uh, online gaming and violence in video games, he's got a song on it. <laughs> no, it's about... <laughs> All right. What about an Eskimo uh, giving a dog a reach around? Have you got a song on that, Duke? <laughs> Uh, no, not really. I'll look forward to hearing it next week, Duke. Yeah, anyway. All right, yeah, definitely. It was so close. It was so close. Yeah. Um, All right, moving yeah, so, on. Yeah, so we'll talk about games. Uh, games, yeah. Some, shall I start? I've got a lot of games to talk about. It sounds about. like you're going to. I'm really sorry for people, for people that have just tuned in. Like, this is their first episode. This is... This <laughs> well, is why does this have five stars on iTunes? This podcast sucks. I thought it was about games. <laughs> They're talking about teachers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, do go. I finished the Splinter Cell single player. I'm not going to say I finished the game because I know there's a huge uh, co-op. Uh, but yeah, I finished the single player off, and I'd only rented it for the week, so I had to take it back. So I didn't manage to uh, to to play any of the the multiplayer. When I did go on, I did look a couple of times, but there was no one on playing it, so I didn't get a chance to play any co-op at all, which I'd have liked to have done. I'd have liked to have had a go at it. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I think. The last third of the game I enjoyed more than the sort of beginning and middle. I thought I thought the end of the game was, was really, really well done, and I thought the pacing was excellent. Um, I mean, what did you think, Chini, of the, of the actual single-player game? Yeah, it's it's very good. I thought it was good. It ended well, like you said. Um, yeah, it's, it was just 
consistent all the way through. As I say, as I said before, I said it on the. Was it on this show? I don't know. They all blur into one. No, it was on. It was on the overseas. Right. Well, I, I, I said look, it's not. It's not amazing. Spencer Star's like not going to be game of the year. I don't think. But it's it's very good, and it stays that good all the way through. You know that mark and execute never gets tired, really, and it's even better in co-op. So, I think what was interesting for me, I didn't. I'm not the best stealth player, you know. I, I'm sort of okay at it, you know. And I got Batman, and I sort of enjoyed that, and I sort of got it. And, and was quite good at it. Um, with Splinter Cell at the beginning, and uh, you know, I wasn't really quite getting it. I was doing it, and like you said, because you are quite overpowered, I wasn't really struggling at all, yeah. but I didn't feel like I was being stylish. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was just sort of getting through but the game. The first level, I, I recharged it about three times, because I thought, no, no, I've got to do it sicker. Come on, I'm Sam Fisher, not Mike Chid. <laughs> uh, so I, I kept on retrying it. Yeah, but the last third of the game, I, it was like I suddenly got it. You know, I suddenly realised what the hell it was I was supposed to be doing, and I and I felt really empowered, like I was really, you know, doing some really cool stuff, and you know, not getting detected, taking everybody out, not getting hit, and it was suddenly like I almost suddenly got it, and I, and I think it was really cool, and I and I sort of from the probably last third of the game, I I hardly got hit, seen or died at all. You know, I suddenly it was like I just suddenly got it. Uh, and I suppose that's why I really liked it, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought, you know, considering how much I didn't, I wasn't that blown away with the demo. I think by the time I got to the end of the game, I'd, I'd really enjoyed the the trip. And it was very twenty four ish. It was like being in an episode of twenty four, really, wasn't it? It was very, very. Yeah, good. it's very twenty four. Very twenty four. It's very twenty four. Uh, yeah. Waterboard people, like shock them by putting electricity on their testicles. Uh, <laughs> no, not quite. No, though. but like the, the awesome then it's not though. 24, man. It's not 24. There are some moments like that, though. There are some moments where you do some pretty horrific stick stuff a, to people. Stick a like a flag in someone's hand and shit. I don't know. Yeah, stick their head through a TV screen. Well, you, you, you when you inter- interrogate somebody, you just look around. You go, "What's the most expensive thing I can break?" You do. <laughs> and uh, in the co-op, there's a printer, right? And you just like smack his head against the printer, and he's. It's very nasty. It's, I wouldn't recommend it to children. The other thing I went back and did, or not went back and did, because I haven't obviously done it before, but I don't know what it was. I just suddenly f- had the urge to finish the Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Good lad. So playing that. I know, I know. And, uh, you know, I wasn't that far from the end. I was only about an hour and a half off the end of the game. I think people who um, play old games are nerds. <laughs> but, you know, it reminded me how good this game is. It really, really did. Yeah, and and how good the story is, and just everything about it—the AI and the way it works, and the challenge—and you know, it makes you realise what really good game design is. You know, when you sort of play it, and I was—I loved the ending. You know, I really loved the ending of the game. And you there's spoil, no you can spoil it too. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? I, Come on, two thousand seven. It was all a dream. No, but I just love the ending. I mean, there's a, there's, there's, basically, the end isn't, a, you know, where you've got usual... Well, it sort of is a just boss Just spoil fight. it. I haven't even played it. I don't but, care if you spoil it. But, you know, you know, in in the original Half-Life 2, or the first Half-Life 2, where the, the Striders, and you, you've got to shoot them with rockets. Yes. Well, basically... That's a pretty annoying it, part of the game. Yeah, well, it, yeah, well, you want to try the end of the end of episode two because basically you're in you're in the white forest, so you're at, you're finally at the base where they're going to send this rocket off to you know stop the portal and everything. The same and, rocket uh, where you send your gnome in. Yeah, if you, if I could have been asked to carry it all the way to the end, yeah, I fired it off about halfway through. <laughs> uh, but I did feel. Do you know what was really funny though? I got you know where you get to the bit where you can put him in the in the capsule where the doors open. 
And I did feel a bit sorry I hadn't carried him all that way because I thought, oh, if I'd have had him, I could have just popped him in there now and I've got me a <laughs> cheese. Excuse me. I know, no, like I know. Two years later when you started it, like, that normal <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus, that was a long trip. I know. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. And basically those striders, the, the three big, massive three-legged striders, you get this, uh, they invent this sticky bomb, yeah. basically, for you to combat them, which are like, he's called, he names them after himself. I can't remember his name now. It's like Morris, the Morris Mine or something like that, isn't it? You can put them on the and back of your car, right? That's, if I remember. Yeah, you have one on the back of your car, and then there's like ones dotted about, you know, where they sort of just appear for you to use. It's like a teleporter type thing, and, and they appear there. And um, yeah, that last bit, it took me a few goes to do the final bit where there's like three come at once. And, and basically, you have to kill about, it's probably about six or seven striders, isn't it? And they, they all come and they all have the little three-legged things running with them, which are an absolute pain in the arse that are shooting you all the time. And, yeah, it took me a few, a few good goes. But the ending, I was quite sad at the end, I must admit. I did sort of, you know, feel a bit emotional. I was quite shocked as well. I didn't expect that. Because so the ending, somebody dies. Somebody died, yeah. yeah. Somebody quite a big character as well, really, in the Is game. And I was like, no, was no, I thought... No, but I thought Dog yeah. was dead at one point. You, you're tricked into thinking Dog's dead. Well, it must be the woman, then, he... then. No. Is it her dad? No, it's not Al. Yeah, it's her dad. Her dad bites the biscuit. But yeah. it's quite gruesome as well, the way... Yeah. These, like, these like huge bug things fly in through the window. One Hello. grabs him and sticks its, like, antenna thing in the back of his neck mm-hmm. and gives him a good sort of jabbing. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and Dog comes and saves you. Uh, but then he just fades to black, and I thought, what a cool ending to the game. You know, I'm really ready now for episode three. When's it coming? Anyone yeah, know? keep When's dreaming. <laughs> I know. But, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm really ready for it. But, yeah, if you know, what I'd say to people out there, if you haven't finished playing episode two, and a lot of people didn't. I have Because he never, yeah, a lot of people never got that far. They never got that far. They sort of played Half-Life 2, and that took them 15 hours, and then uh-huh. they played episode one, possibly, and that took them another five or six hours, and then they were like, huh. I've had enough of Half-Life now. I'm going to play something else. Um, but the other thing was quite interesting. It took me about seven, seven and a half hours to play it. And that's that supposedly is interesting. Ep- yeah, episodic content. That's is that as interesting? Long- because it's as long as most full retail titles, isn't it, nowadays, when you think uh, about when it. When you think how long they took to make it, you'd expect <laughs> seven hours. I know. But he still looks good, and he still stands up well now. You know, even when you see it now, you think, "God, that still looks, you know, still looks great, still plays great." The physics are really, really cool, and just the AI just seems so intuitive, and it, it really does sort of challenge you. You know, it's a challenge. You forget how challenging a game it is. You do forget that. But yeah, that was great. So I did that. Uh, yeah, I've, our uh, secret, um, you know, list supplier, our secret list supplier, has very kindly sent me a, a Mod Nation Racers uh, beta code. <gasps> You got all kinds of hookup. I know, I know, but it's on the PSP, so it's not the PS3 version. It's the oh, PSP boo. version. Uh, PS3. Yeah, uh, but it's still... boo. <laughs> it's still it's still cool to get it, and it was a little bit of hoop jumping to get it onto the PSP because I had to sign into my American account to download it, and then I had to sign back out of that, then sign in again, then connect me PSP America's and all that. Number one. Um. But yeah, do you know? <laughs> It's okay. I'm not. I'm not blown away. It's very Mario Kartish. Um, there's not a massive amount of difference, you know. I think it's well, very limited. It's supposed in... to be all about like you can customize your own thing and build your own little car. The, yeah, the only thing it lets you do in in the demo is to build a track. So you're given an open area and it's only one setting, 
Um, and it's very intuitive. I've got to say, it's not difficult to build your own track. It's certainly not like uh, Little Big Planet in that respect. Uh-huh. It's it's much much easier to do. And the, and basically, it, it it almost makes the road for you. But all you do is sort of kink it left and right, so you just sort of move the the Ooh, the, the one analog. Yeah, and and just kinking out there left and right, and it, it just sort of twists and turns the track around for you. And then once you've done that, you can then add in terrain and mountains around the outside edge. You can put like obstacles on the tracks and stuff. And yeah, it's very similar though to Mario Kart in style. You know, you've got like booster bits on the track, and you've got blocks that are stamped down on top of you, and ones that come from the side. So it's not doing a massive. I mean, as a as a game on its own, it's just a, a much a kart racing game, and that's about it really. Uh, but I think a lot of it will come into, you know, with the way that you'll be able to, you know, make it your own by modifying everything, you know, modifying the cars, modifying the tracks. And I think it be OK. I'm not I wasn't like, wow, this is amazing. But then again, it's only the PSP version. So, you know, I guess we'll have to wait for the full version. But thank you to our secret uh, supplier of things, all gaming. Yeah. Cheers, uh, Madonna. Mr. Yeah, cheers, X, Madonna. we appreciate it. Malcolm X. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers for that. Oh, like um, the Simpsons when Homer was reporting with his website and he had to be secret about it. Yeah, there you go, see. I would draw my question. And I've also been playing the Lost Planet multiplayer demo. I had a go a little go of that. Oh, uh, any of you guys play it? No. Nope. I, I thought about it today, but I didn't know. I didn't realize it was out. Uh, yeah, do you know? <sighs> I heard Greg said it was... It's, it's not good. It, it really isn't good. Oh, I love it, the co-op thing. What they really I know. Yeah, the other co-op were really well, but this it feels slow. It feels clunky. The aiming's not great. I don't know. It just it just doesn't feel smooth at all. It felt it. You know, and I'm not a massive multiplayer fan, but I mean, I did okay no, in it. I didn't. No, no, I did okay in it, but I, I, I don't know. It's got this weird dynamic as well, where you have to like activate these sort of base things. Yeah, that was in the first stuff. one as well. I, I had some yeah. fun with the first. Lost Planet multiplayer. Okay. I mean, the grappling hook always added an interesting amount. Yeah, no, and it does do. I mean, that is there, and it is fairly. It's, it, it seems more. It seems easier to use in this game than it than it did in the original one. I have to say. So that is one thing to take from it. But Aren't you're always whining about they have to do something different in multiplayers instead. Yeah, of true. Match? It doesn't feel different though, and that, I think that's the problem. It feels very generic, very third-person generic shooter type. Multiplayer and I, I don't know. have a problem with that, but I mean, whatever. I'm not really all that excited about this game anyway, so I'm not, no. I'm not bothered. It just, it just felt slow. Yeah. It just felt a bit slow. And then the final thing I've been playing this week uh, is the passing. The oh snap! Left for dead, baby. So yeah, who dies? Who dies? I'm not going to give away who oh, dies. Come on, nobody's going to. No, no. I'll, ta- no, I'll no. tell you on the chat thing. You okay. can tell. Yeah, tell him on the chat thing. But no, I'm not going to give that away because that's a huge spoiler for anyone. Oh my who- god! Are you serious? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, there you go. Wow. And my friend is very, go. very upset about that. Oh yeah, there you go. God. I don't know. You know. Anyway. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had sent it. Oh, okay. But yeah, do you know what? I, I quite liked it. I really I really did quite like it, a, you know? I had a friend who came into my classroom today, and he goes, hey, you know that new DLC for Left 4 Dead 2? It sucks. No, like, do you know... I didn't. I mean, it's short again. It's only three chapters, and that's what's disappointing. Oh. I think more than yeah. And you know, it's sort of like you know, I was just like, God, three chapters. Why can't they just give us a full five chapter campaign? If they're going to add some uh, five sixty, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, 
That's like half yeah. as much as the uh, stimulus package for Modern Warfare 2, and you're giving me a hard time because I bought I that? I got five maps for that price, baby. You yeah, paid half as much, and you got three stinking chapters. I'm not disagreeing. And you had to watch what's his, his or her name die. Yeah. Yeah, his, he, her, his her name. That's right. But, uh, you know. You know. But, but they have added in the M60. So you, there's an M60 in it now. I already got one of those in Bad Company too. <laughs> yeah, but this it, it is pretty <laughs> devastating. But he's, you don't have to dive? be... Uh, no, it doesn't need one. Could you, you have, have a, a medipack? <laughs> no. no, oh, you do have a defibrillator, actually. Can I ask you how long your well, so just, we just how, how long how long does your M60 take to reload in Modern Warfare? I don't need to reload it because no, I'm how long, shot before how, I have a chance. How long does it? You'll get shot about ten times while you're trying to reload that stupid thing. Uh, in this game, in this game, you don't need to reload. It just gives you something like 160 bullets, and away you go. And it just oh, sort that's of real, realistic. Who cares? I like Look, my zombie since, games to be realistic. Bed <laughs> was left for dead. God. Realistic. Lots of ways. I can I inject myself with adrenaline and run twice as fast. I do that is, every day. But it is connected to an achievement, and I can't remember how. Leaving. Oh, snap! <laughs> ah! Oh, God. But yes, it's connected to an achievement, hey, so you have to... Grab that truck so it can't... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to um, kill so many zombies with the gun in one go, and you yeah. get an achievement. So there's a few new achievements. There's right. a golf club achievement. There better be new achievements for 575 points. I know. I know, and there's some new infected. There's a, a fallen survivor. They're what? quite cool. What is that? So, bas- so basically, it's, it's someone who's sort of half a zombie and half human. So, so they've been taken, but they still, they're still almost got some human traits, oh, they so they're carrying guns. stuff around with them. Yeah, they're still carrying stuff oh, with them. Oh, they got guns. And, and basically, you get an achievement for picking up 10 things that they drop. So they're, they're quite rare. You don't see them very often. I, uh, so I've got a friend, right, and he's, uh, he's a big Valve fanboy and he's a big PC gamer I keep telling him that the platform's dead but he doesn't listen and he he was very upset about this DLC one because the character who died was his ver- favourite character two he thought that the levels wasn't very well designed uh, super linear uh, and the, the, the just, just didn't think it was long enough too expensive Paul. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, and he just didn't feel like the the passing, the 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 interactions of the other characters, they didn't seem that bothered. That well, there isn't any. I mean, what what I'm a bit, if I, you know, what I'm disappointed Doesn't with, you know, cover I, you though, like at the end or something, they cover yeah, you. Yeah, but you barely notice because it's another one of the ones where you have to. It's it's got the ending where you have to fill up the the gas tank. Right. That's original. So, like the the interaction with the the old characters. Uh, it's just not very well done. And he, he... Well, it's almost non-existent. Yeah. You, you basically come ac- you, you talk to him at the very beginning of the level. The way the level's structured is you, you're at one side of a bridge at the beginning talking to them. Then you set off, but you have to go all the way around under the river and come out at the other side of the bridge. Uh-huh. So that's where the, the level's structured. There is one part which I really quite liked in the second part, the second chapter, uh, where you just have to run for it. So there's this huge, you're underwater in this sort of really dark environment with a big long tunnel, and you just have to leg it, and they're literally relentless, so it's sort of zombie after zombie after zombie attacking you. And, and that was quite cool, but yeah, I'd agree, it is a bit overpriced, um, you know, and I would sort of agree with that. There is some cool little Easter eggs in it, though. There's some cool little Easter eggs, and they're not a hell of a lot, but... Such as? You, well, in the pool hall, there's, uh, there's two references in the pool hall to different games. 
Uh, one's a one's a reference to um, uh, Dead Rising. Yeah. So you, you, in the pool hall, written on the wall is Otis out of film, no helicopter. Zombies are too fast. Uh, not going to make it, Frank West. So that's, that's sort of and that's who, written on the who's wall. Who's Otis? Do you remember who Otis was? Uh, Otis. Uh, he was. Who was Otis? He was a editor. No, he was one of the guys in the mall with you, he, wasn't he? He was, was the he... old the caretaker, and he was always yeah the old caretaker. The, he was looking at the CCTV cameras. Yeah, he was the one on your ear all the yeah, time, wasn't he? And he was he? the one going, "Hey, there's a there's a guy over here. Hey, there's a uh, couple over here that needs seven. You're like, "Shut up! Try to do things." Bill's here. So yeah, so I mean that's cool to find. I like stuff like that. And then also written on the wall is is one for plants versus zombies as well. Uh, that says I can't remember the exact quote, but he finishes uh, Crazy Dave, uh, which is uh, he's the guy who lives next door in Plants vs Zombies and gives you loads of advice and does all your power ups and stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. Yeah, so it's nice. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool. You know, there's a there's a nice. I think one of the best bits of it. There's a bit where you go through an abandoned wedding. And all the all the zombies are still in the wedding clothes, you know, so they're still in the suits and mm. stuff. And and the witch is a, is the bride, so there's a ah. witch there, and it and it's the it's the bride is the witch. Interesting. So. Is she wearing a bride's gown? Yep, yeah, yeah. She's oh. yeah, so she's actually wearing the 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 bride, yeah, the bride's dress. So <laughs> there is some, have some interesting she... stuff like that. If I'm paying 780 points, I want to get something creative. No, 560. Right, not quite 820. That much. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but overall. Overall, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and quickly, before we move on, I did watch someone play a game which was quite amusing. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're talking about who we've watched play That's games good. now. I said to my daughter, can right, well... Can we do um, what we've not been playing? And no, no, this is only... Every game only... that we haven't played ever. <laughs> and I'll put it into context for All you. Right. So, well, so basically... As long as we get a big, long story to go with it, that's the important right, thing. Just listen. Listen. So my daughter... So I've been playing Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2, Episode 2. Yes, we got that. We already heard about it. And this was still in. And my daughter came down and I said, oh, do you want to have a a try of Portal to my daughter, you see? Uh So I got my daughter playing Portal. Do you know how funny it is watching somebody who can't work out how to use analog sticks? But that's not very nice. Is it you just laughing at your daughter? (laughs) You're a noob. Hey, Billy. Yeah. And she's like looking at the ceiling, looking at the floor, couldn't work out how to move. Question. When you first got hold of a first person game, were you just like whizzing around, doing awesome right off the bat? You come out of the womb knowing how to play these games? Definitely not, I wasn't, but right I'd forgot no, what I what I was gonna say is I've forgotten how difficult it is for someone who's never done it before. Yes. You know, because kids are pretty quick at picking stuff up, and she was getting there, you know, after a bit. Okay. Uh, but, but it, it was funny though. Yes. It was nearly nearly as funny as watching my wife play Heavy Rain, which she's doing at the moment, oh, and she just that's never it. funny to watch someone playing that game. Like, but no, do she's... something different with your time, lady. Just she's she's quite enjoying hey, it though. No, she's still good. Just no, stop. <laughs> Look, it's the first proper can I, game. Can she's I tell her who the killer played. is? No, <laughs> mind you, she never listens anyway. She, was, she wouldn't make any. She'll else. listen to Say me. What you like. I talk loud enough. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it. So I've been watching two people play play games, and one's my wife has finally got her to play a real game, even if it is heavy rain and you don't like it. Oh, you're talking about heavy rain. I thought when you said a real game, I thought you meant yeah. something else and, that's actually and, a game. And she's got a trophy I haven't got. What's that? She's got a trophy. She's got the one, you know, where the, the first... Early. No, the first psycho guy. You know, the first psycho guy, and you have to talk him out of, you know, putting his gun down and everything, and I managed to shoot him by mistake. Right, yeah. And Chidi shot him as well, didn't you? Yeah, I shot him. Uh, well, she got a trophy for not shooting him. him. 
But what was funny, right? She only didn't shoot him because she pressed the wrong button. <laughs> that's, the same reason that you, that's the same reason that, that you did shoot him, Stu. Yeah. But what what was weird, and uh, because all right, neither of us saw the end then, did you? You didn't see the end. Because once you've talked him out, the, the sort of putting his gun down, he suddenly reaches behind his back as though he's going for another, like a knife or a gun, and it flashes up L1 on the screen. And your instinct is just to press it. Oh, yeah. And she just went for it and missed it, and he just pulled out a crucifix. So he sort of... Why so she would have killed. crucifix in as small of his back? Well, it was Better a bit have of a... This ready to go. I only have 748 <laughs> other ones on my walls. Uh, but it was that moment of, ah, you know, mate, you do it. And you would have done, you know, because she would have definitely... That, I don't think that moment for me would have been, ah, I think it would have been, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's going to kill me! <laughs> Why has he got a crucifix? Yes. Um, anyway, right, moving on. Jew, what have you been up to? I'll tell you what I've been up to. Not playing Left 4 Dead 2 because I am done with that game. I just said, forget it. I'm not playing anymore. I gave it one more try with, uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was like Inflame Nick and Best Dutch, and there's someone else in that group. I probably have names wrong. But anyway, I really said, like, I'm going to give this one last shot, and it was the first level, and it, you know what? No, it's just too hard to be fun. And maybe it's because I suck. That's fun. I don't mind if people think that. But uh, I, I, just, think, I, I think said, there's yeah, a lot of people who think that. I read the Joystick Review, and they said, like, uh, Left 4 Dead 1 had the perfect balance of Yeah, it really product. did. I mean, you, well, you, you, well, you finish, and you feel like you just made it, whereas yeah, Left 4 exactly. Dead 2 I remember just the, you know, over the when yes. that music happened, you just, oh, thank God I made it. Or if you didn't make it, it's like, oh, whatever. But at least they made it. And I, you know, I play that first game a lot. And this one, I just, you know, forget it. I sold it. I also sold Dead Space. And I know that's going to break your hearts because I know oh, both of you oh. were wetting your pants about how great that game is. And I liked it. I really did. Until I reached a point where I, w- I saved just outside this room. And as soon as you go in, they're like, there's some crazy dude who's like, welcome to the evolution of the human species, and this is going to replace you, and blah, blah, blah. And there's three monsters that jump out and start attacking you, and I had like six plasma rounds, maybe like ten pulse rounds, and I was just like, you know what? I tried it like four times, and you run out, and you're like swinging your arm around real slow, which you would do, right? There's horrible zombie death monsters attacking me. I better swing my arm real slow like I'm swinging a golf club or something. And it just, you know, it may, it, it's probably down to the fact that I don't know how to conserve my ammunition. So, but you, you know what? I have a real problem with that. I, 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 if, when the zombie exactly. apocalypse comes, which it will, obviously. <laughs> Once um, again, you're going for realism? You're really going to pr- play the realism card now? Yeah, because when yeah. it comes, uh, um, I'm not going to stick with you. Don't because, hang out with me, no. <laughs> because Absolutely you, not. Duke, you got any ammo? There's loads coming. I spelt my name on the wall. Exactly. I'm a little smiley face. Look, <laughs> it's just he stood on the roof going, doom, doom, yeah, into right. the air for no reason. So anyway, look at me. I Come know, over here. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Ba-doo, ba-doo. <laughs> so anyway, I sold that. I sold Mag. I sold something else too, and I don't remember what else I sold. Imagine you barely played Mag. I know, but that's the thing is that I barely played it, and like every time it was time, like I feel like playing an online shooter. Like I got Bad Company, I, I got Modern Warfare. There's just really no point. There's nothing too compelling about Mag, and I don't know anybody on the PS3, especially nobody plays F- FPSs. So it's just like there's you know it's just eh, whatever. A lot of people play Mag, um, but when Battlefield came out, I think it just it just killed it straight away. Yeah. So anyway, I took it to the shop and I bought. I got a really good deal. Like those three games, plus there was something else, but I don't remember what it was. Um, they got me like forty-seven dollars in trade, which I was surprised by because I mean, 
They're not. I mean, Left 4 Dead 2 kind of new, but I didn't think it was in high demand. And Dead Space is old, and Mag's, I guess Mag's new, but I don't know. I was surprised by how much I got, because it was GameStop, and usually they don't give much of anything. So I was happy to take some new stuff. So I got Saints Row 2, which I'm not going to play until I finish Crackdown. I want to have one open world game going at a time. And then I got, well, so, oh, I got Rainbow Six Vegas number one, because I had sold that when I got number two. I was like, I don't need one anymore. But then, for some reason this weekend, I got this crazy compulsion of, like, somebody mentioned Rainbow Six Vegas somewhere, and I was like, I remember that. That's an awesome game. So I started playing a little online, but then I'm like, screw this. I want to do the story again. So I started going through the story of Rainbow Six Vegas 2 again, and it's such a great game. I had forgot how much fun it is. So I've been doing that again, and then I got... I, number one, I never did the story for number one, so I was like, dude, I should do the story for that. I'll bet that's good, too, because they're the same game, basically. So I got that, and then I got Need for Speed Shift. And uh, Oh, oh wait, there's one more thing about Rainbow Six. This was ridiculous. I kept thinking to myself, because, you know, there's this whole thing where you put the snake cam down under the door, right, and you look around, and you see, okay, who's who, and then you target this one first, target this one second. And as I was getting, like, halfway through the game, I kept thinking, these enemy AI are really dumb. I'm sitting in front of this door, and they keep talking about, you hear something? No, shut up. Like, And I'm like, why don't they ever open the door? I mean, like, what, what did I hear out here? And I, as soon as I was thinking that, bang, somebody opened the door, like, oh, my God, they started spraying me with gunfire and <laughs> Uh, so they can read my mind, I guess, or something. Yeah, there's, um, a, there's a new technology in the uh, Rainbow Six where they oh, read your mind. Yeah, very technical stuff. And I wonder if I don't. I wasn't paying attention enough to the story, but I think you might have met Sam Fisher in Rainbow Six Vegas too, because at one point you jump in a helicopter and there's this guy who's wearing that helmet with the night vision goggles on it, yeah. and they're like, I don't know, maybe it's just some other guy who's wearing that same helmet, but. I thought that would be cool if they mixed the two games or something. Um, kind of like the passing, dude. Anyway, I got Need for, Sp- Need for Speed Shift because I felt like playing a racing game, and I thought about getting Forza 3, but then I remembered that when I play Forza 2, they reached a point in the career mode, and it may happen in Need for Speed Shift, who knows, where the races end up being like 15, 20 laps. And when each lap takes a minute, that's a long race. And I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to invest all that time when you get up to those high levels. And if I just leave it, then it's like I've just abandoned my career. So I don't want that. So anyway, I got Shift. And it's a lot of fun. I'm really having a good time with it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, best best in cockpit view. Yeah, so you're enjoying that. Anything else? Or is that sort no, of it? No, that's pretty much it. That's, uh, it's been taking a lot of my time. Rainbow Six Vegas 2 especially because I've been like just blazing through it. And it looks good and it's fun to play. And, um... Yeah, no, you've so been playing something else, Duke. What else have you been playing? Come on, tell us. Oh, has he been playing something else? Yes, you have. Obviously, uh, I saw you play it. Oh. <laughs> you don't I, play that. I sent him a message saying why with about 40 question marks. Question marks. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I don't remember when I did, but at one point I saw someone had the fish tank indie game open. And I was like, what is that? So I went and downloaded it, and I was like, Fish Tank Indie Game, this is really stupid. But then I realized, you know what? Sometimes, like when we have guests over or something, I want to play some music through the 360. And then what are your options for what you look at when that music's playing? You can turn, you can just leave it as the, the dashboard. Yeah, exactly. You can turn on the visualizer that comes with the 360, which is very frenetic and crazy. And, I mean, it's interesting, but it's very – it demands your attention all the time. A dinner party. Just like this yeah, weird exactly. kind of cosmic right. blur. Right, in exactly. So to answer your question, sir, you just answered it yourself, sir. No. Um, nah. 
you know, it's soothing. That you can even have a little bubble sound and everything. So I assume, Shinny, you want to say this. I withdraw my question. Because, you know, it's... Do, do you have to feed them? Virtually yeah. feed them? No, you don't. Oh, you're joking. No, you don't. But you really... No. But you know what's crazy? I want other people who have the fish tank to get in touch with me because if you like send somebody, like you have like a little skull or something in your tank, and if or you can make a fish or something, if you send someone a fish, there's achievements for that, or not maybe not achievements. It's like in-game achievement, and you can get new stuff to put in your fish tank. So I Did want you buy this. Stuff. You bought this. Yeah, I bought didn't this. You? I bought this a while ago. Because ah, it's nice and... to just put it on and like you know you can play music and have a little fish How tank. Was it? I don't know. It's like two forty, probably something. What? Like that. God! Oh, whatever! Oh, I don't even hear it. You spent nine hundred and thirty points on your passing or whatever it is. <laughs> so I don't want to hear your complaint. At least that now many. My at least that many. Because I'm yelling and screaming at y'all. See what you made me do? <laughs> and what have you been up to, Genie? I think we better move on. He's getting irate. Yeah, these Americans. Um, yeah. I've been playing. I just finished. Just this, literally before we started the podcast, I finished Borderlands. Nice. Um, yeah, done that. And I, I didn't think. Were you, were you disappointed? Because a lot of people were disappointed. We ended up as bad as people made it. Maybe because my expectancy was low. Because you know I was expecting a <laughs> terrible ending. Because everybody went. The ending's it's a pretty dumb ending. It's a dumb. Ending. You know, you fight a big um, squid monster. You know, <laughs> it can't get any but more. But I mean, generic. what's after that? Um, I, I don't know what you mean. What were you trying to talk about? Uh, well, you know, it's hard you... to do it without spoiling. Should we tell people to skip ahead two minutes? Whatever. Okay. Spoilers for Borderlands. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Spoilers for Borderlands. Skip ahead two minutes. It's the angel is this woman who's been in a satellite the whole time and stuff, and it's like she's uh, it's from one of the companies, and oh, uh, she's been watching you the whole time, and and yeah. all there's all this speculation all over the internet about oh she she talks about we'll never have a chance to get in the vault in this lifetime, and then she says in your lifetime, so maybe she's human, maybe she's not, and blah blah blah. Yeah, that thing makes it. You know, when it went to the satellite thing. Yeah, it's like that intentionally did. vague and stupid and mysterious, yeah. and it's obviously just leaving the door open for a sequel. Yeah. Well, of course it is. It's all about I'm franchises. So sick of that. Well, well, we know it's all about. You can still provide. You can still provide closure and tell a good story. It's, you know, yeah, exactly. And leave it open for a sequel. That, that's possible. It's just. And you don't get anything for getting into the vault. That pissed me off. I uh, wanted something. The uh the the creature you kill at the end just drops like kind of average loot, you know. What I mean, yeah, like loot exactly. that like, uh, you know. Uh, I bought the uh board the uh, Borderlands zombie thing DLC. Oh uh, yeah. But I haven't played that. But that's uh that was the deal of the week, uh last week. So I, I bought that and uh yeah I'm about level thirty four or thirty five. So I'm not sure if I'm high enough to play it yet or not. But I still got plenty to do in Borderlands. So I finished that. Um I'm gonna get the do the zombie, I'm going to do the general armory of Nox, or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do the other one, because it's really bad, apparently. Yeah, um, uh, what else have I been playing? What else? Um, well, we we talked earlier, Split Second demo came out. Yeah. Just sort of we'll today. Yeah, alright, we'll talk about Split Second now. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Talk about I'll, I'll bang it off first. We played this at Eurogamer no. uh, last October, and I, I quite liked it. Um, so but for those who don't is, know, what's the idea behind it? Okay, so the idea behind this is it's you're in like sort of game show type thing, and it's a racing game. It's very arcadic, so it's uh, a bit like Burnout, that kind of stuff. And it's it's nice to look at. And instead of power ups like in Blur or in Mario Kart, you get power ups and you shoot them at other cars. You 
uh, interact with your environment. So if you're uh, drafting, which is like following somebody from behind, um, you get like an upgrade bar. And if you drift, you get an upgrade bar, st- stuff like that. And when uh, you fill this upgrade bar to the full three maximum, it's got three stages. If you do the, the one and the two, it's just like standard kind of explosions that you can trigger off in the environment. If you do the three stage, the third stage, it um, makes this massive explosion, like a, an aeroplane landing or a huge building collapsing and changing uh, the course of the track. Because when I first played it, I did this massive catastrophic uh, effect and it changed the course and but unbeknownst to me, because I never rode the track before, and then I played it again, and I thought I won't do that now. And it was a different kind of like it was more, it was a longer mm-hmm. track. Uh, uh, you know, it was it was okay, but the, I mean, there's there's probably I think it's a bad demo, not a bad game. Now, fortunately, uh, when you destroy the track with a plane, it's destroyed in such a way that it's still a complete racing yeah, track. Which exactly. you know, thank goodness for that. Yeah, these these buildings fall in the most convenient of places. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but you know, it's it's a fun uh, racing game, and it's a, it, it seems like it's going to be a bad demo. Uh, it, there's one track; it's a very short track, and the the it's not multiplayer, which was a big big you know problem for me. I thought. This game is missing multiplayer. It's very lackluster. You just play it and you're like, eh, it would have been so much better with you know a few levels, multiplayer, or maybe one more track. Uh, it's not varied enough at all. Uh, can I can I just say, is it because it's the same track as we played at Eurogamer, wasn't it? Because yeah. that was obviously the airplane. But I remember it being longer at Eurogamer because yeah. it had that bit in the. There was a bit where you went through a warehouse and there was like a chopper thing came down. Yeah, there's, and there's, that's not on it. Yeah, there's about four or five choppers if you look. There's, is it? Yeah, I missed that. I must have missed Aesthetic detail. So is that is that when you go a different way through uh, the game? Yeah, it could have been that. It could have been that. But the, the, the stuff, I don't remember seeing that. There's definitely, it doesn't feel as long. Because it's part of a show. Like There's these choppers just kind of hanging around the track. And when they're giving the word, right? when you're like, just say, okay, I want you to take out a few cars, they drop a lot of bombs on the track. Uh, you, you know, and that, that kind of... Um, takes out the cars in front of you, which is cool. But I think the game's way too easy. Just the, well, the demo. There's no option to turn it down or turn it up. Uh, yeah. There's no. I mean, you literally just go start demo. It chucks you in a race, and that's it. Uh, it's it's really easy. The first time I played it, I, I was first on the first lap, let alone the the first race, and I never got. Um, you know, I never got challenged once. And the second playthrough, I hung back and I got lots of, uh, you know, I got lots of upgrades in the stages and stuff and started messing around with the environment and picking people off. And I enjoyed it a lot more. So I just think it was a bad demo. But I, I like I'm, it. I'm, I'll, I'll rent it. It's not a buyer for me. Yeah, I was going to say, between this and Blur, I'd definitely go for Blur every Blur, time. Blur was a great demo because it had yeah. levels and multiplayer. And it had that, just that kind of thing of one more. <laughs> Upgrading, it had all the leveling up. Didn't give you the choice of uh, leaving, like Battlefield, because Battlefield yeah. didn't give you that choice of leaving. It just, it, and you always think one more, just uh, just a quick one, right? You know, yeah. Battlefield, you just go, okay, one more, one more, and it never lets you leave. And I thought Blue was brilliant for that, and it's twenty twenty cars in Blue. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think many people saw Blue coming, but I, I think it's going to be the better game. Definitely, and also, I think it just handled better. It just felt better to play. It just felt, I don't know. I, I, it felt more fun. It just felt more fun. Uh, did you find, one. in split second, that the, the camera put you off? Because it's really shaky. 
Like, yeah, like going fast. It's like a Jason Bourne film. It's like, and you're like, whoa. Uh, and it's it's a bit distracting, I think. Uh, but it's all. And it was weird how all the cars were exactly the same. All the cars were the same. And seems, like, oh, it doesn't seem as deep as Blur, and I, I don't it think definitely does. I mean, like Blur's not as deep as Ford, sir. But like, I, I I'm I'm really shocked that I'm liking Blur more than Split Second because if you'd asked me that six months ago, I think it would have been Split Second that that I would have been more excited about. But um, yeah, no, it's, I'm still going to play it. I mean, I still want to see the other tracks. It's, it seems fun, but I would have just liked to play, you know, my friends, you know. Uh, and it's just really... Should have been a multiplayer I, demo. Yeah, it's a lackluster demo. It's not very I mean, good. it sounds like multiplayer is going to be the heart and soul of the game. Yeah. Yep. So it just doesn't feel it? like it's... Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's giving us enough to go off. And uh, yeah, I agree. I, you, you sort of wonder what else you're going to get because it sort of it doesn't give you any indication of what you're going to be able to do in the game. It's not as even... It's not even like you can look at the options and they're grayed out so you can see what's mm, there. Exactly. There's nothing, is there? It, it literally just starts, The, the music isn't as cool as Blur either. No, it isn't. I, I think Blur's by far and away the better game off the demos yeah. without any... Battle really, I think it's it's a pretty easy choice at the moment. Tell you, yeah. I had a student badgering me about hey, Halo Reach is gonna be the best game ever, man. I was just like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. <laughs> you tell him, put him yeah. in his place, dude. Sorry, that had uh, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so yeah, it's our time of the show. So uh, let's go to Quanyun's review in Depic for this week, and then we'll talk a bit about that when we come back after this quick break. So yeah, here we go. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. And this week I'm going to be looking at Creed Arena and Trino. Uh, the first game I'm looking at is going to be Creed Arena. This is a sort of light Unreal Tournament type game. That's probably the best way I could describe it offhand. And it's got quite a few different modes in it, and you're pretty much going through what is basically a Coliseum event. More you're going through and you're trying to get the fans to be impressed by you as you're killing people and doing stuff. And as you do this, you rank up, and there's uh, there's all these different modes in there. You've got survival, where you've got waves to come after you. You've got deathmatch, which is pretty much what you'd expect it to be. And you've got something called collect the flag, uh, collect the keg, which is basically it's capture the flag is what it is. And all of these modes can be played uh, either single player or co-op. And there does seem to be an online multiplayer mode to this, but I haven't gotten a chance to check it out, so I'm not really too sure how that works versus the offline co-op. So yeah, you're basically trying to rank up, and that is the main premise of this game. And you do have two different types of modes. You go through as far as shooting stuff up which would be the third person and the first person and they both have their own advantages third person you're going to have like a little auto lock on and you can obviously you can see your character and you can see a lot more of your environment you can see where you're where you're jumping around and stuff so when you're doing like platforming type bits which there's not a lot of but there's enough of it because obviously if you're you're higher up you have a you know, a little bit more of a strategic advantage. You're going to have a little bit more view. And then there's the first person where you can free aim and, you know, it, you're not really going to have the peripheral you do in the third person, but at the same time, you're you're going to have a lot more precision of where your shots are going to go. And it's, it's a lot more easy to shoot groups and, like, do things like shoot at the ground with a rocket launcher and stuff like that when you're in first person. So they both have their perks, and you could switch between the two with just a, a, a single button press. So... You may or may not be switching between the two. You may just stick with whatever you prefer. But yeah, I actually found it quite a bit of fun. And there's a there's a good variety of weapons. Not a ton, but enough to 
where you're actually going to go around and, and check out how the different work, weapons work. There's like a laser, there's a rocket launcher, you know, and then there's your machine guns and stuff like that. So it's 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 pretty base, but it's it's a fun game and uh, it's got a, it's got enough quality there where um, I would say this would probably be a really really solid game for 240 and the game actually is priced at 400 so i would have to say the game is a little bit much but it's definitely worth checking out all right and the next game i'm going to be looking at is going to be trino by trino team and this is uh kind of reminiscent of a, a game called quicks which some people may or may not be familiar with and basically in quicks you would go around and you would um basically like cordoned off parts of the level until you had a certain percentage of it done and you know then you would win because the enemy would be destroyed and it's pretty much working on that same principle but in reverse because you're actually creating these geometric shapes which are you know they're triangles but they can be you know different shapes as you evolve your character later on and you're trapping the enemies inside these shapes to destroy them and there's you know there's a score mechanic to this because if you get uh, an enemy in each part of your little shape, you get uh, kind of like a combo bonus, and that obviously feeds into your score. So you can go back and play these levels and try to get a better score. And it does get a lot more complicated uh, pretty quick because you've got different types of enemies coming in. Some will actually go straight for you. There's one that comes in and it'll actually break up your points before you form triangles. So you have to form them quicker, and you have to make sure to get rid of this particular enemy really quick. So you can trap the other enemies uh, easier. And it does add in more stuff as you gradually go through it. And it's got boss battles and stuff. And I definitely was impressed with the level polish in this game. Because it definitely seems like this absolutely could have been an arcade title. Um, with the way they've done it. Because everything from the presentation to the way the game works. And the fact that they took a concept and they went you know, the full 10 yards and, and really fleshed it out. Is a good thing to see in the indie games. So uh, yeah, this is definitely something. If you like the initial concept of it in the in, when you're playing the trial, you'll probably want to play through the rest of it because they definitely did uh, give you some reason to keep on playing because the game does evolve and you know it it does have more to it. Uh, it it's not just the same thing over and over again. But yeah, definitely a, a good game to uh, see if you like. And this one is going to be for uh, 240 Microsoft points. Yeah, if you like uh, games like Unreal Tournament and you just want to you know. Kind of like a 3D shooter or something a little bit different, maybe cheaper than buying a full real teal title. Probably do a lot worse than Creed Arena. If you like something like um, Quicks, obviously, and, or if you're just kind of into shooters but want something different, kind of an anti-shooter, then uh, you can definitely do a lot worse than Trino for 240. So yeah, definitely um, both are worth uh, investing some time into at the least. Right, so, uh, well, seeing as Cheney started us last week, I think it's Duke's turn to start us off this week. Well, this week. is so interesting. Is... I was looking up about Trino while the review was in the background there, and uh, it turns out that this game was made by people at the Entertainment Technology Center at Carnegie Mellon University. They had 14 weeks to do a game project, and they set themselves the target of making something that would go on Xbox Live Arcade, and they said, we wanted to create something that would be memorable. And I think they did a very good job. Now, here's what's interesting. They were working out of EA Redwood Shores in Northern California. 
So they had access to EA technology and staff there was willing to help them if they needed help and stuff. So I just think that's interesting because it's a really good game. I was very polished, and uh, but I just didn't realize that it was not completely independent because I was imagining. Well, it's but I mean, whatever. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. a really good job. And you know, for people who are just sort of learning the ropes of making games, they did a really good job. And and I think Trino is a great example of. I mean, this is what an indie game should be. It's a simple idea. It's executed well. It's 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 the graphics are you know elegant, and the music is solid, and the sound effects are vivid, and you have a lot of audio and visual feedback for what you're doing and. It's clear what you're supposed to do, and I really had a lot of fun with it, and I bought it, and I haven't played it hey. yet, but yeah, it was a, it was a, a well-done game, and I hooray for Quanrium for suggesting it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then there was the other game, which was a steaming bat turd. Uh, and, you well, know, gotta, I wanted to I, like it, like it's a decent idea, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's just done so poorly. You just can't tell where you're supposed to, you know, you spawn in some random place and then you go jump on this portal and then suddenly you're out in the middle of this cliff and then you're, you know, it just, and there's very little feedback about what you're doing and there's no audio cues when you hit someone or something and then suddenly they're dead and it just felt really messy and discombobulated. And then they put this stupid cutscene in about, trying to tell a whole story in one little speech from one character about those fascists that used to rule us are going to pay. We can create a new society if I win this tournament for some reason. And it's just stupid. So, I mean, whatever. I suppose the gameplay wasn't totally horrible, but it just the story was just... Don't even bother with the story, would you? Just don't bother. Fair enough. Uh, Ginny, what threw me about uh, Creed Arena was he was Australian. Yeah. And I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't understand. That's because uh, yeah. in the future, man, Australia is going to be turned back into a yeah. penal colony. They're going to fight to the death. Maybe, maybe it was an Australian developer. I don't maybe know. that's probably that's probably more to the point. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'll talk about Creed Arena first. Just a crazy up the order. Uh, Creed Arena, not that great, I'm afraid. I quite like the uh, the idea of shifting perspectives. You know, top down. Over the shoulder, but it just didn't have any weight to it. it didn't feel very good, uh, and it was just a game that they kind of it, it felt a bit uh, pushed out, you know. Like the, 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 it's it's a game that suffers because it tries to make it look look tries to make itself look real and take itself very seriously, you know. For the record, uh, two brothers from Australia. There you go. Uh, and uh, it's it yeah it's trying it's trying to make the graphics realistic. And the problem with indie games is the, there's you know limits um, and you know technical limits, uh, personal knowledge limits. People aren't as uh, well as knowledgeable as big developers. They don't have the the budget and you know the memory and stuff. So they can't make those great graphics. Uh, not their fault, no. But they they can make a cool art style, you know. We've seen plenty of games like Trino and stuff that have cool art styles. And when you try and make a game that looks realistic, um, it just just looks really bad. And then the other thing, it's just I mean, Duke was right, but you know, when you're shooting enemies, they don't look great. They don't animate very well. It really throws you out the game. And my biggest gripe with this game is that it crashed on me. Ooh. And when it crashed, yeah, that's not good, I, man. If I that's... turned it off and I never played it again. I thought, forget that. And my controller was still rumbling. The, the, oh, the that's so froze. weird. You set and... it down on the desk. And... Yeah, I put it on the desk. You know, so I, when, he, when he did that, I went, I'm, I'm not going to play this. Because you know what Xboxes are like. They, you look at them and they explode. So I didn't <laughs> play that. Don't um, push it, man. Don't get it mad. 
so I didn't play it again. So we crashed. Uh, sorry, but Creed Arena, you uh, get an epic fail because you crashed. So if you're releasing an indie game, make sure it works, please. And what an idea. Try, and give it an art style. So that's that's why I don't like Creed. Uh, Trino loved it. I thought it was yeah, great. Trino. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, it, it's just that one of those quirky, simple idea, like Duke said. It's it, you know. Uh, it's it controls well, you know. You, it's very easy to evade enemies and stuff. You get it, you know. As soon as you you give it like twenty seconds and you get it, uh, and it throws new stuff at you, and uh, it you know it gives you like t- times two combos and times three combos, and you, you you know you've got a good game when it, it comes up like this trial has expired and you go ah, oh, you know. Yeah. So that that's did that's the sign of. I did. I bought it, and uh, I thought wow, it was that's very... That's a rare thing. There you go. Uh, Creed Arena was 400 Microsoft points. That's a ridiculous price for a game that doesn't work. 240. I still thought that was a little bit pricey for Trino, um, but I liked it. I, oh. I don't know I don't know why. It, uh, it just charmed me, I guess. I, I, I'm a sucker for those top down. You know, what, my favourite indie game ever is Groove, and that's kind of like the same uh, gameplay. You know, And I love Geometry Wars 2 and stuff, so I'm a sucker for those games. So you said that 500, what is it? How much was the other one? 400 Microsoft 400, points? 400. It's too much for a game that doesn't work. How much is a good price for a game that doesn't work? Uh, <laughs> Zero. I think if, if they paid you, that, that would yeah. be it. Yeah. Yeah. Two pounds six. Why is that too much for Trino? Yeah, that's not nothing really, is it? I don't know. Well, you've you got to compare it to what, what else is on, on the platform. So we're not. Yeah, but you paid 800 at... points for Geometry Wars 2, or was it 1200? Yeah, no, it was 800. 800 and Geometry Wars 2, yeah. by far. Uh, like, yeah, that's, there's a lot more to Geometry, Geometry Wars, Wars 2. I'll give that a pair of, right? Like, Geometry... Well, what about, what about the one that we had recently, the, the charity game? Well, the, no, no, but... let's just keep that thinking, though. This is about a quarter as good as Geometry Wars 2. Yeah. Yeah. So it's worth fair. a quarter of the price. Yeah, I yeah. bought it. Oh, hey, don't, Bust don't... it with cold hard logic, admit it. <laughs> all right. I want all you right, to say this. I withdraw my question. Uh, well, I withdraw my statement. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, okay. I, I, but I bought it. You know, I thought it was very good. And uh, yeah. trying to nail Chinny for something he already admitted. Like, I bought yeah. it. What's the problem? Yeah, what's, just shut up. What's the deal? America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I've got it. Creed Arena. It, it's sort of okay. No, it's I not. Mean, it's, it's sort of dumb and stupid. I admire, no, I admire the ambition of the guys who made you it. You always try admire and, the ambition of everything. Yeah, but you've got to admire these guys for actually trying to put something like this on the indie games because in all honesty, with the tools that they've got and the limits in the memory and well, the, the, the graphics. I know, but when, you, when you try and make a game look realistic and, 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 yeah. and give it, the, you just got to look at it and go, this this doesn't work, you know? Is I agree. It, uh, and I really get halfway through the process and go, this isn't working. Yeah. Let's try something else. Let's change four letters. Sorry, like Borderlands, right? I know it's a bit of a weird comparison, but they they made that game look realistic, and they went, you know what, this isn't working, and then they made it shell shaded, and all of a sudden, uh, it stands out from the crowd. And I think a decision like that can can make or break a game sometimes. And within yeah. the games, they have to realise the limitations. They have to realise, like, look, we can't make it, a game look like, you know, Assassin's Creed 2. We can't do that. So let's let's. What can we do? And Trino's the right way of going about it. No, I do agree with you. I mean, and it's most evident when you look up at the the supposed crowd. Yeah, and it's just, and it's, it's just a flat text texture. Yeah, but he's not even. It doesn't even look like people no, really very much. You know, and I was it like, looks oh. like someone's got in Microsoft Paint and used that paint <laughs> tool and like just, just clicked on the 
crowd uh, brush and just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just admire the fact they've managed to actually, you know, and it, it sort of shoots all right. The AI was terrible, you know, it didn't really. The animation you know, really threw me off. And the animation was off. brilliant, but they've they've sort of managed to shove everything in there that a normal online multiplayer has, but unfortunately, it just doesn't that's quite too much work. stuff for this tiny form. Yeah, I agree, and I think I think that's the crux of the problem. The the more they've you, tried to more is make less it, and less is more, man. Yeah. yeah, they've tried to make it too much like an Unreal game, and as a result, it just can't handle it. You know, there's just too much going on, and it just can't doesn't quite get there. You know, which is a shame because I do appreciate you know appreciate the amount of I mean, effort. I'm not, that I'm not saying like if they had the budget and the time and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I but, totally agree. And like it was an, a Microsoft. Like an Xbox Live Arcade, and Microsoft got behind them and went, "Hey, you know, we'll give you some money. You've got a decent." If they had idea. better designers and they had a huge staff and yeah, they had a lot of supercomputers, and you know, like, I'm not saying like this, like you know, there's a bad idea there. It's just not very well done. You got to realize you gotta, what platform. You gotta, you yeah, you got to know your limits. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, as for Trino, I absolutely agree with both of you, and and I think Quanrium made the most interesting comment on his review where he said this could have been an arcade title. Of course. Because it could quite easily, oh, I think it's 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 polished enough to I be one. That... I won't pay eight hundred points for this. Thing. No, but a four hundred pointer. Yeah, maybe yeah. possibly, yeah. possibly a four hundred point arcade title. And it, or if it, they it added just... more game modes, I mean, you know, there's a yeah. lot of things they could do with it. You know, put or, in a puzzle mode yeah. with like a hundred levels or something. I love the way you just finish off each level, you know, and you have to join all the corners of yeah. the level you together. Close, I you just... have to close the stage. You yeah, close. you have to close it down. You know, I just thought, really, really cool idea. I like the way that the, the ships that are attacking you evolve over time, you know, and then you suddenly get ones that are actually coming directly at you, which you didn't have to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I thought, a very clever little game. I, I actually haven't bought it, but I probably will. I probably will. I think I should now. I feel like yeah. peer pressure yeah. now to buy it. Oh, you're the one who hasn't bought it. I know, I, think, I know. Basically, the selling point is if Chinny buys it, then you have to buy it because I don't buy it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it is. this. Uh... So, yeah, good choice this week. Yeah, Conrad. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, you know, definitely worth a look for anyone who hasn't. And, yeah, buy it. It's good. Support the developer. It's a good game. Really good game. Okay, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, yeah, this week we are in the last uh, show of the month again. Uh, and it's time for a quick look ahead to uh, to what's coming up in May. And uh, gotta say, there's a lot of stuff to get through here. So let's uh, well, let's crack on with this, do shall we? In May, forget it, forget <laughs> yeah. it. You're not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of stuff. Here we go. Uh, so starting us off at the very beginning of the month, third of May is Lego Harry Potter. It's coming out multi platforms on everything. Uh, presumably PSP and DS and everything that's going. Hey, you can't knock the Lego games. They're good. They're still good. My daughter's excited for this. Yeah. She, she loves the old Harry I'm not, Potter. I'm, and... I'm not a big Harry Potter. I've only saw the first one, so I don't, I don't, uh, I don't follow it. But uh, yeah, Lego games are always good. They're always fun. So. I think what makes these games good is the references to the film, and you sort of it's that nodding. Oh yeah, I remember that either in the oh, film sure. or the. And, and it's that what makes these games fun. Well, that and the cute little ways they have of communicating despite the fact the characters don't talk. You know what I mean? So that's that one. So that one's coming. My daughter is going to get this because she's desperate for it. So, you know, it'll be... That's the thing. It'll you know. sell bucket loads. It will. It will. And I'll let you know if it's any good. I'll let you know if it's any good. Okay, next one on the list. 11th of May. Uh, PS3 exclusive this. Uh, very little heard about it really it's not really been that much in the news or whatever but uh, 3d dot game hero the heck is that okay it's it's basically zelda yeah. with 
blocks, pixels. It looks a bit like a Lego game, in all honesty. That's what it looks like. It looks cool, yeah, it like, but it's it very... Cool. Everybody who's played it, there's a few... There's a few I think IGN reviewed it um, because mega early, and they said, basically, it is Zelda. That's what it is. Apparently, uh, it's like... Is it linked to the past, apparently? Linked to the past is, for is, the scenario. So if you like that, and you can customise your character, you can make him, you know, your own and stuff. Cool, and it looks kind of different to anything. It else. looks like something out of that pixel video you posted, Jenny. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think it's. I think it'll be cool. Um, but yeah, if anybody's expecting anything more than a Zelda game on the Sunday's, then you, you're gonna get disappointed. So yeah, but I do think I think really what's cool. in, I'm, I'm very yeah I think what's interesting about this is that it hasn't had a considering it's an exclusive game for the for the PS3 it hasn't had a lot of press really no one's talking about it that much and it it does look good it looks like an animation when you watch the gameplay it's like someone's done an animation you know the way it moves and everything. it's like stop motion animation is what it reminded me of watching it play. Um, but yeah, I reckon it could be cool and it's got seven dungeons apparently which are quite massive and. So there's a, there's a hell of a lot to do in the game, you know, and then obviously a central overworld where you, you sort of move from sort of area to area. So so very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Are we, yeah. So, yeah, it's I'll one to, to, to have a look at. It looks at. interesting. Yeah. yeah so I think have you said worth... anything about price? No, it does look like it should be a budget title, though, doesn't it? Well, that, that, I think that's going to be the, the, the sell for me. You know, if this is cheap, yeah. then I'll buy it there. But if it's like yeah, $20 or whatever, and I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, so if it's a full price title, probably not. But if it's... Uh, I'll tell you what, just a minute, I will do a price I, check. I reckon it'll be like six quid or something, like okay, $10. Well. <laughs> it's not downloadable, you know. Is it not? No, it's a full retail. Oh, Amazon <laughs> is selling it for thirty-seven dollars. Oh my yeah. god, no! Oh no, well that's cheap. No, that, that's, that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. Dollars normally. I still thought it was downloadable though. No, no, no definitely no, never. No, not I'm not. I'm not going to buy it then. Yeah. Uh, it, there's no. Uh, yeah, no, twenty-five pounds at shop two. It is. Yeah, 25. It's so it's half price. It's oh half retail. Well, I'm still, well I think not I'm still, I, the US. I, I still think it's a retail. Yeah, but UK it is. UK. You, we usually pay £39. It's like a $40, so $40 game for you, dude. Yeah. 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 Eh, maybe. Well, that's all right. It's a budget release. I might wait to find it used, but I'm, I'm very interested. I love that. It looks... I mean, it really does look great to me. I really am interested in the way it looks. Yeah, great art style. We like those sorts of japanese weird games, don't we? So there you go. So that's next. Uh, right, next on the list, and you know, I, you know how excited I am about this. You've already uh, mentioned it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> fact, we don't even need to talk about it, really. Barely mentioned it. Uh, Alan Wake. <laughs> 14th, 14th of May uh, and 17th of May in the US. We get it first. We get oh, it boy. Oh, man. I'm so I angry. Know. How will I deal... <laughs> <laughs> I know, we get it before you guys. Um, what's interesting though, today, well on Sunday, uh, should have been released uh, Bright Falls on the on the 360. Now, I assume it must be on the American 360, but it isn't on the UK one. I went to have a look today to watch it, and the, neither of them are there. So I was like, huh. How are you going to watch it then? Yeah, well I found it on YouTube, obviously. Oh, man. Um, Imagine that. And yeah, do you know, they're quite little cool. They're only like five minutes each long, for, uh, the first two episodes. And, and then I'm very... sorry, this is live action people? 
Yes. Yeah, she's like Actually, a prequel. Are they acting, actual... Is it supposed to be Alan Wake, or is this like no, it's a prequel no, in the story? It's a prequel to what happened in Brightfall. It's Bright a prequel. Falls. It is a reporter, though. He's gone to investigate a story in Bright Falls, and it's quite mysterious, and he hits a deer in the road at the beginning. It's all a bit weird, and he goes into this cafe, and it's very, it's very, very Twin Peaks-ish. You know, he goes into the cafe at the beginning, and they just start singing happy some happy birthday to him for no reason and bring him a cake and he's never been there before and and the no, and he's just sat there looking at them, and they also, he's sat there, he doesn't order any food, and she brings this huge, massive plate full of food really piled up and puts it in front of him, and he's like, I didn't order this, and then he's saying happy birthday to him and bringing him a cake with candles on. That's uh, <laughs> so he leaves the cafe looking a bit perplexed, like, what the hell's going on? Hang on, on? no, that, that, I'd love that. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, where oh, are my that's... presents now? That's so nice. Uh, uh, hits a deer in the road, so that happens, and then it sort of, he gets to a sort of finishes, and then in the second part, he, he sort of go checks into a motel. Uh, so he checks into his motel, and it's very twin. Again, it has like he sort of lies on the bed, and you get an over-the-top view of him on the bed, and then it sort of cuts to the the fan overhead spinning above him, you know. And it, it's you can That's see like there's a lot of now, to be honest. yeah, there's a lot of that, and obviously the the obviously the sound of the fans really loud and what have you. And then he closes his eyes for what seems like obviously for a second, opens them, hears this weird noise like birds chirping and whatever. He gets up, so obviously it was pitch black when he lay down two seconds ago. Then opens the curtains, and it's bright daylight. So it's all very weird. Is it something that where if it was in the game you'd be interested in what's going on? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I think it's a really cool way of, of marketing the game and I think, you know, it's sort of like, huh. And then he goes and interviews this guy. So in the second part, he goes to interview this bloke and he sits in front of him and there's this weird picture on the wall of a road going to, like, into the, into the distance. And, and he's dude, staring I'm at the glad I'm not watching it now. I don't need to. Jesus. <laughs> No, you don't need to bother. And then he, he sort of, as he's, he, he, he does this sort of weird thing where he gets all these flashes of all these weird images. And then when he comes round, he's with the guy at the bottom of this, like where he came in at the beginning. And it's like he's lost some of his time. Something's weird's happened. And then um, there's a the, midget in a red room, and he starts going. No, back. right. And then, what? and then he. Fit, and yeah, well, that's off Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. And oh, yeah, the, the midget that talks backwards. And then it it sort of finishes with him sort of driving a car, phoning his like whoever he's got to report into the story, saying you know, how sorry he is he didn't manage to get the story because something weird happened. But when he looks down at his pad, he's written all this stuff on it. Dun dun so, dun, 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 dun dun. So he's obviously written stuff while he were blacked out. So that's obviously you know what happens to a Mister Wake. So. So there you go. So, so there's I thought, something in the water in this place that makes people I, crazy. We, we don't that? know. Oh, I God, guess we. Oh Jesus! I guess we'll find. But I thought that was quite. I think it's a really cool way of of, of marketing a game. You know, it's and interesting. Should, I suppose. It, yeah. I don't know. And it's well done. It, it I think definitely... in order for it to really be well done, it'd have to have a coherent storyline that would engage me, not like random stuff. Like well, it's a deer, happy birthday, and there's a midget. No, but I think it'll all come because there's six episodes all together and they're obviously going to release one a week now up until the release of the game. So I, I assume it will come to some sort of conclusion before the game starts. No. But I like that. I think that's a really cool thing to do. So I'm quite impressed with that. Okay, moving on because we, we've said enough about... Uh, yes, we've said Alan enough about Wake. Alan Week in the last six weeks to cover seven years of... We do. So buy this game. Right, anyway, uh, the next one we probably are going to talk quite a lot about as it goes, because we have been challenged to this, but 20 minutes is a long time, so it's not going to be 20 minutes, I have to say. 
but we have been challenged by School Duggar to tell him everything we know about Red Dead Redemption. Uh, everything. Awesome. What else is there to uh, say? Okay. So, shall we Shall we start? Who's going to start us then? Who wants to know the story of the game? What the actual single player story is about? Uh, Does anyone know? Okay, anyone want to know? That, that is, Get vengeance Jack? for your dead brother! What's his name? Something. Jack or James or something? He's called John Marston. John, John Marston, He's yeah. the main character in the game. He's pissed off about something. He wants revenge about something or something like that. I'm no, not... not quite. Come no, on, help no. me out here. From no. the freaking Okay, here we go. Here we go. The game is set in America in the early 1900s, and it focuses around a former outlaw, John Marston. Marston has been given the primary director by government agents uh, to kill or capture his former gang members. Uh, which includes his old friend and gang leader, Bill Williamson. If he does not do so, his family will pay the price. So it's a yeah. bit of a... They're holding his family to ransom, and he has to round up his old gang and kill them all for them. So there you go. That's the story. How cool is and that? From what I understand, similar to the Grand Theft Auto series, Red Dead Redemption gives the player a large open-world environment, allowing the player to move freely. Players can, on foot can walk, run, interact with the environment, and combat enemies with firearms. Different breeds of horses are the main forms of transportation, but ri- players can ride in carriages and trains, or so I've been told. Do you know what's quite? Do you know what one of the cool features of the game is? You have to level up your transportation. Yeah, that's good. So, so when you start the game, you get a donkey. And you could put like rims on your donkey. Be like, how do hydraulics work on donkeys? You just get eighteen's got the rear view mirrors vibrating and just gating. So, could you could you imagine if you're in a if you're in a multiplayer of eight and and in a, in a posse and you're on a donkey and everybody else is on horses? Well, you'd yeah, be a bit be laughing at you like, like a noob. <laughs> Reminds me of I was school. Like, how how <laughs> yeah. funny is? But you rode a donkey to school? No, didn't you? <laughs> no. In the United States, we have pigs that we ride to school. But yeah, I mean, within the game, there's many mini games and mini quests as they're called in the game. Like yeah, poker, you could do that thing with a knife, like yeah, fishing in the uh, aliens and stuff. You can do all that jazz. Hunting bounties and animals, yeah. cattle herding, the whole animal, arm wrestling. Yeah, I've heard about the whole animal system. It's all got its own uh, yeah. dynamic AI, so they hunt each other and yeah. stuff. And they yeah. they found up to up to forty different breeds of animal the, are in the game. The animal the animals are found in places where only they could live. So, you know, if an animal couldn't live in this habitat, then it wouldn't be there, you know. So, yeah, and the, the animal knows that. Like, it does it itself kind of thing. And, it, and if yep. you take that animal out of its habitat, it'll kind of find its way back or die. Uh, yeah. You can hunt them, and you can skin them, and uh, make money with them, and, you know, breed them. No, you can't breed them, but... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you might be able to breed with them if you're feeling bad. something out about um, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> that I doubt you know. <gasps> there are there are women in this game that can heal you in a certain way. Oh man, I hate that. Oh, what does that mean? That means you sleep with a prostitute in order to get health back. That's so. Is that really right? Is hey, that true? I did say sleep. She just takes you around the back of the stagecoach, oh, and you're feeling better all of a sudden. How does I hate that? that. Makes you vomit. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into. Do you never felt better after sex? Well, possibly, but you like arms, if you've been shot in the arm, they ain't gonna hey, heal you, is it? Rockstar, they always throw something controversial. Uh, they have to. They have to. If they, if she... No, because they in San Andreas, they you eat a cheeseburger and you feel better. I like that. That makes sense. So what? So how does it? So uh, we get I, shot I eat in a McDonald's cheeseburger. I feel worse. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So, if, so if you get shot in the penis, is she gonna kiss it better? Then is that how it works? Well, that's what yeah. my excuse. <laughs> um, Moving on. Um, 
Um, uh, you'll also you'll also be able to buy treasure maps in the game and follow them to the treasure. Yeah, makes yep. sense. Get treasure maps. There's also the treasure. an honor system. You get positive, and negative honor, and this is like every other game, sort of a morality system. Do you want to, do you want to hear another cool thing? If you kill somebody, if you kill an animal um, or a person, uh, vultures will appear, and that opens up another sharpshooting mini game. So you have to kill all the vultures. That, that sort of come to to you know sort out the person oh, you killed them instantly because that's just very unrealistic. <laughs> ah, here it is. Uh, you can also go and sit at camps with people to find out news or get other side quests to do. Oh boy! I thought they got rid of that in RPGs. The whole talking to people in the yeah. village to get quests. That's well, you see, now this is interesting actually because you you're now calling it an RPG, and you know, in some respects, well, it sort of is. It isn't is. It? They, it's, it's, they said that about San Andreas. They've been calling them RPG style. Open world games for a while. Yeah. I mean, what do we do? I mean, do we? Is this? I mean, there's no leveling up. Is there in the game? Is there leveling there's, there's up where XP, you can? There, yeah. there is XP. There is XP. No, but that, well, I mean, that's the single, No, no, there's what? XP tied into the single player. At the oh, most really? Yeah. There might as well have been in you know other games. You know, you get better weapons. You know, in all these games, like yeah, it's it's RPG ish. You're always upgrading your house and your clothing and your other stuff. Yeah. I think so what makes an RPG, though? Do you have to have, like, stats for yourself where you upgrade your... It's you know, an your arbitrary stretch. name for things, and it's just, you know... They're becoming adjectives, not nouns. Yeah, I know. I sort of agree. I think it really is a role-playing game, isn't it? You're playing the role of a yeah, cowboy. Every and, game's yeah, a role-playing game in some way. Yeah. So I, I, I That's quite why the games was like, this is the role. What role will you play? Yeah. Power up. And the, Where's my power up sound? Uh, each of the multiplayer games starts with a, uh, a shootout. A shootout. shootout. Yeah. Old fashioned shootout. Circle. Uh, and basically, the last person or team standing then gets to run off and grab all the best weapons and camp out in the best spots while everyone else has to wait to respawn. After oh, teabagging oh. everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one runs anywhere. You just teabag each other, don't they? You like yeah. That? Uh, take that. So yeah, I mean, uh, one out of a no. shootout, you would teabag everyone and be like, "Yeah, awesome!" And then Spit you get the shot. Corpses. Yeah. So can I ask what what are you going to do first? Are you going to play free mode or? Hang on, hang God. Hang on. Is it more to say? More to yes. say? Multiplayer. Play Go for it. The multiplayer. There's different modes, so you've got your standard. I know, but we already talked about all those. I know, yeah, but I'm getting to the good stuff. De- st- all right. Standard stuff. So like you like GTA Four, um, you can have the free mode where like that's like the lobby. You know, you can have a lobby kind of thing, and you can have a, a separate free mode, um, or you can have a traditional lobby. There's deathmatch, team deathmatch. There's like a capture the flag, but the flags are gold, and then there's like an infiltration thing where there's one gold, um, or there's multiple golds. The more gold you carry, the slower you are. But the more gold you carry, obviously, the more money you get when you get take it to its destination. Uh, also, um, with the free mode, you can kind of rival up with your gang and affiliate with people. And everything you do earns XP, like you know, killing people and doing missions and side quests within your gang. And you can you can even um, in the free mode, if you've got a gang and there's another gang on the map, uh, you can meet at a certain spot and then go to like a match right so it just it seamlessly goes to a match from the free mode because you've all like agreed hey you know let's fight or you can do it through a lobby so it's you know it's always changing and yeah there's xp leveling up all that stuff so there's plenty of multiplayer stuff i think it's going to be a better multiplayer than um gta 4 was and yeah I- and they've got rid of the auto aim now as well so that isn't in anymore it isn't in. there's no auto it's going to be a a day one instant buy for me. I, I, I cannot wait for this game. 
Cannot wait. So there you go. And luckily for me, I've got a couple of days between Alan Wake and that now, whereas they were both released on the same day originally, so that's sort of good. Oh, thank God. For you. That's good. I know. That's good for me, because I want to play Alan Wake, and I, I will play that first, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, next one, eight. So that was the 18th of May, and also on the 18th of May, we've got two other games, uh, three other games even. Oh, my God. Tell- Three other games on the 18th. Where are we going to find the time? I know we've got Split Second, which we're not that bothered about. about Yeah, not talking about that. Lost Planet 2. Already talked about Uh, that. Yeah. And we've got Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sound. That's looking pretty good. People people are thinking, it's just like (laughs) going to move a movie time game now. But it's looking really good. You can kind of freeze. Uh, water and uh, freeze heat, or do something with like the elements. That's their thing, you know. Like you can change like water and fire. So if you've got a big waterfall right in front of you, um, you can freeze it and then run up it and jump off it and do all these sorts of different things with it. It's it's really cool, and I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to take people by surprise because I don't think a lot of people are looking forward to Prince of Persia, even though. Prince of Persia used to be, re- you know, one of uh, Ubisoft's top titles. It's kind of took a back, uh, back step since you, Assassin's you, Creed Two. The dead horse long enough is going to smell bad. Yeah, well, it, 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 they did that with the the third one, I think. But uh, you know, Assassin's Creed Two has kind of overtook it a little bit. But I, I think Prince of Persia: Forgotten Sons is going to be really good. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be. I think there might be one to just keep an eye on. I think it might be better than we're expecting. Yeah, and Lost Planet Two. Yeah. I, I'm not going to buy it, but I, I'm interested in the co-op, not the multiplayer. Yeah, four player, four player co-op. Could be fun. Um, right, next one, big one for the Wii. Wii Wii. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two on the 23rd of May. Mm. You know, this is a huge release for the Wii and. I don't know. I played the first one and I quite enjoyed it, but I don't know. You're picking this up, Ginny. I mean, you're the big Mario fan. I do. I love Mario. I never finished uh, Galaxy 1. I've I've lent it to a friend of mine. He's a copper, so I can't really uh, bug him too much about it. uh, Sure you can. You know, he'll he'll get me on that cocaine I do every day. Joke. (laughs) It's meth. Um, But, yeah, so I haven't really got there. And applause for meth or coke. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I haven't really got around to finish it, but I loved it. I thought it was great. And every time I see a video on Galaxy 2, I just think, oh, that looks great. You know, it's, it's never going to be as good as, you know, um, Super Mario World or Mario 64, I don't think. Because, that, you know, that's the, that old nostalgia thing. But I, I still think they Nintendo, the, with their main games, are so clever in the, the way they make them. And the, some of the level designs, they, they throw away game ideas. You know, Mario Galaxy 1, there was platform ideas and different, you know, little quirky things where things rotated and all these strange ideas. They don't stick with them. They throw them away, you know, where you get indie games and that's the whole game, right? Whereas Mario, they're just like, this, you do this for 10 seconds and then you, you move on. And it's just amazing the amount of ideas they have in Mario. Um, and it's still to this day, I think, it, it holds up to be uh, one of the best made games and level designs uh, ever. So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to check it out, but I, I, a day one person is probably not, but maybe eventually when it goes down. So. Okay, fair enough. Any okay, others, next any one. others on the Wii? No, not much. Uh, not so much. You no, know, you're wrong. There's Dance Sensation um, that's coming out on the no, Thomas no, we're trying... and Friends, Heroes of the Rails. <laughs> Look, we're trying Track to do games Mania people want to play. Shrek it's Forever games... After, I'm all over that uh, one. It's people work, games that people want to play. How about great play? party games? No, shush, <laughs> shush. Uh, next one on the Thunder. shut up, shut up. Uh, next one, twenty fifth, twenty fifth of May, Blur. 
Blah, blah, blah. And bleh, also on that bleh, day, Tetris Party Deluxe. All right, I'm done. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So what do we think? Blah, I, I think I might get this. I'm going to be interested in this. Hey. I like the demo. It was I got good for... Grayson taken care of for now with my shift. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I'll give it a shift. I may. I may buy this. Uh, next one. Now, last year, this caused quite a bit of controversy for being a challenger to Finite Round 4. So we've got uh, UFC 2010s coming out also Ultimate on the 25th fighting. of May. Take it yeah. to the octagon. Now, you played this a little bit last year, didn't you, Chini? But I don't know. Are you interested this year? No, or you just I think, think it was yeah. just kind of like it. because it was, it was a new thing and... Um, Everybody was waiting for Fight Night, right? This was right before it, wasn't it? Yeah, it came out just before Fight Night, and it was it was good. It was waiting for. It was really good, and I, I just think the controls let it down a little bit. And I, they say they've improved them this time round, um, but I, I don't think I'm going to be checking it out. It's more for fans and and, and people. Like, I mean, it sold really well. Yeah, I was going to say no doubt that people are going to buy it again, you know. I think they're going to milk it and do it, like, give it the FIFA treatment, you know. Like, it's a good game and it's just going to get tweaked every year now and, and, and flushed out and stuff. Until MMA comes out soon as well, so it would be interesting to see what EA do with the Ultimate Fight and stuff. What is it? What is it called? Uh, the MMA, wasn't it? What is that? Yeah. EA MMA. It's, ultimate, it's the same thing as UFC. But... Oh, no, but what does MMA stand for? It's mixed martial arts. Oh, okay. I'm not hip on all this ultimate fighting stuff. So. Um, there you go, you see. There you go. And one that one that pops in at the end that I'd missed, so I sort of it's in the wrong date order, but also coming out on the third of May is Skate Three. Yep. Skate, skate Three. Is I don't a know. Demo out. Oh, we even tried it. I like the demo. I, oh, like the I demo, always. Yeah. I, I'm very yeah, wary of a game where its best feature is not skating. It's just throwing <laughs> yeah, stuff off sort of the edge of the village. How many bones can yeah, you Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, we've got a game, but hey, check out this little <laughs> mini game that we've worked yeah, for. Yeah, right. You know, that, 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 that makes me worried. Very yeah. I, I, I always feel like I should buy a skate game because I quite enjoy it when I'm playing it. I'm not particularly brilliant at it, but I can, I can I, what the difference for me between skate and, and obviously Tony Hawk's for me is with Tony Hawk's, I just press buttons and manage to pull something off, but I have no idea how I did it. Yeah. I have no real connection to what I'm doing. With skate... When I pull a trick off or do something, I know why I did it. I, I understand the dynamics and the, the way the controls work. And I think that, for me, is why I prefer the skate game over Tony Hawk's. But I'm not really good at either of them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so bad at them. I've just decided board games are not for me. Not like skateboarding or surfboarding or whatever. There you go. And then the final one of the month, uh, 31st of the 5th, Kane and Lynch 2, Dog Days. is, is you out. And again, it's multi-platform. I don't so know. What do we... Is, what... So what was... I never played the first one. What did people say was so bad about it? Okay. They said that um, uh, the story, kind of the characters are cool. Yeah? We like yeah. Kane and Lynch. We think they're right. interesting. But... Gameplay-wise, um, it didn't feel great. As a third-person shooter, very clunky. It wasn't that great to look at. Like, some of the first levels was really nice-looking, uh, fun to play. And then later on, it was, it was kind of went to like a more jungle environment. Wasn't very interesting. Went a little bit bland. Finished on a bit of a downer. So, um, yeah. And also the big, big thing that they slipped up on. Damn them for slipping them up. It's it's a game about two characters, right? Two characters. Big focus. You know, they hate each other, but they have to work together. They're not good guys. They're bad guys. You know, what would you expect this game to have? Online co-op. You would love it to have online co-op. Only oh, yeah. local co-op, which I did local play. Local co-op. I did play yeah. this game in 
local co-op with my friend and it I enjoyed it a lot and I think it was because I played it co-op a lot of people probably played it single player probably uh, didn't like it for, because of that and um, yeah they've not made that mistake twice so they fixed the things that were supposedly wrong with the first one that's my main yes. question this okay. this could be a candidate. You know when we were talking about games that get a free pass. Well, this could be one of them because yeah. it was it was slated as a first game, and definitely they could. I mean, the, the actual trailers they've done so far have been really cool with these CCTV cameras of them doing really bad stuff to people. Uh, you know, all grainy images of them. You know, all, there's there's one where he's running naked through a diner or something weird, isn't there? It's, there's all it's all about like the the user created content thing. So it's like the YouTube generation and stuff. And like, yeah, everything they've done is it looks like someone's filming it. It looks like Children of Men a little bit, and it's really good the way they've done it. I I think there's it's a step in the right direction for them. Very yeah, good. I think this could be again just just one to watch. You know, possibly might turn out to be a hell of a lot better than. Than we're thinking. Now I have got I have got a few PC releases, you know, because we have got a listener who plays PC. We'll come to in a minute when we do a couple of emails that we receive. Yeah, one of my uh-huh. former students, I had posted something on Facebook about I think probably the Metro 2033 review, and he had followed it and he said, "Cool little site you got there." And I was like, "Yeah, check it out." And he goes, "Well, I've been playing PC games all the time," and I'm like, "Well, you know, we all think it's a dead format, but he's like, maybe you can convince me." So I don't know. He may be listening. What's up, Travis? If he is. Well, well, this is the problem because we've got all those games coming out on consoles. On the PC, there's three listed releases for May, pretty much. And they will be, I know, Lego Harry Potter, uh, Split Second, and Kane and Lynch. And that, that's it. That's it for the whole of May. That's all that's listed uh, for the PC. So it's, it's a bit sad. Uh, but I do need to mention that on the 1st of June, and I know it's not quite May, but I thought I'd mention it because... Uh, it, it is probably the biggest game that's coming out on the PC uh, for quite some time. Is is APB's out on the first of June? All points bulletin. Yeah, I've saw I've saw trailers on this and stuff, and this is the the one time where I thought, oh man, I wish I had a PC that could run that. Yeah, um, because I, I think I, I think I would get it if I if I had a PC powerful enough. Um, it does look blooming. It really does look good. Yeah. Uh, and we have got a, a beta code to give away for the for Yay. the game APB. So any listeners out there with a PC with a nice graphics card that can run modern games, uh, unlike us who have very old PCs that don't run anything pretty much apart from Peggle. One struggles to run Flash. Yeah, yeah, Peggle runs Flash. Peggle's a pipe dream for me. There you go, there you go. Uh, We've got a little competition which we'll give some details of at the end of the show. I can can play Mafia Wars on my computer. There you go. But I have been playing it, actually. That's the other thing I meant to say when I've been, what you've been playing. Look, we've done, you'll have to wait till next week now. We've done that. I probably won't even be playing it next week. Well, it's just, you're too late now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll give details of that and, yeah, we'll tell you how to enter. And if, if we pick you out as a winner, you'll be able to play APB for a, a month or so before the game releases. So, there you go. That's a good prize. I think that's a good prize. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's if you've got a PC. Uh, right, okay. Um, yeah, we need to do a couple of emails. We've got two emails. Yeah. Uh, and I've got one as well. So we've got three all together, but I've given one to you two guys to do. So, uh, yeah, Jude, do you want to start? We've got an American email this oh, week. Oh, snap. Where's he from? He's from Austin, Texas. Oh. What is it with you Americans, Duke? Yeah, you, what is that? <laughs> that's you, can't, a, like, uh, you can't just that's sit down and be quiet for a little bit, can you, you Americans? You just have to be loud all the while. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's a song no. from sit Revolting Cop. How about you stand it up? Stay, sit down. <laughs> I'm actually running on the spot. Um, that's from uh, Revolting Cox, their song Beer Steer. Weird. <laughs> oh, it's my God. Great <laughs> song. I love it very much. So I thought people would like that. All right, I'm reading a good old Texas accent. Y'all ready? All right. from Austin, Texas. Now, not everybody in Texas talks like this. And, in fact, I would dare say that if anybody in Texas does not talk like this, probably people in Austin because Austin is a little college town and it's sort of like, you know, sort of like a little bit of hoo-hoo. But, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway like this because he probably doesn't talk like this, but a lot of people around him probably does. I just want to pass along a cheers and tell you that I recently discovered you and enjoy your podcast immensely. See, that's the thing. People in Texas don't say immensely. We say a whole bunch. You all right? Anyway, <laughs> you guys are an awesome team and a lot of fun to listen to on my MP3 player. I just subscribed and proceeded to download your earlier podcast for my listening and enjoyment as well. I'm a disability retired U.S. Marine and gimp around trying to exercise and having you to listen to Lessons of Pain and Tedium. I don't know how that is, because I would imagine that listening to us would increase pain and tedium. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I actually managed to smile and laugh while I'm doing it. A huge compliment to you all, believe me. And that's probably because we have all sorts of wacky, silly sound effects. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's anything to do with still. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, probably thinks, he probably just thinks, oh, at least I'm not them. He probably feels sorry for you, Duke. That's exactly. probably what it is. No matter how bad my situation is, I'm not like that stupid moron playing the stupid sound effects. <laughs> it could be worse. You could be an English teacher. I enjoy gaming on the PC. Uh-oh, didn't we just say? Oh, we just got done making fun of that. And I'm a huge fan of BioWare's latest offerings with Mass Effect 1 and 2 and Dragon Age in particular. Shooters are okay, but when you've done it for reals, it's a bit less entertaining. Now, that's yeah, true. I can't I understand how- that. I understand yeah. that. I don't get like, how people I've, I've been serve through... in Iraq and then come back and be like, I want to play what? a shooter now. No, honestly, right, my mate, yeah, he went to Iraq, he was in the RAF, and he came back, right, and he was playing uh, Graw, right, and I was like, oh. why are you doing this? All right, and he went, oh, it's a good guy. I was like, you've just been there, you idiot. Yeah, really. in the like, out, I just, that would be like if I came home from school and be like, I want to play that paper grading game now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, with a lot less getting shot at, though. Anyway, uh, swinging swords and laser weapons is better. Or going to the range and shooting at paper targets. One baron's likenesses of terrorists or zombies being particularly popular. I hope this means that communicating offers some count toward your popularity. I'm not signed up with Apple slash iTunes, and I don't really want to comment. But if it will boost you more than this email, tell me, and I will do so in addition to subscribing you and giving you five stars does. Keep up the excellent work. You all are a great team and equally important in your contribution. Cheers, Taylor Pollock. Pew, pew, bang. Austin, Texas. And there you go. You do. We appreciate that email. And you know what? We hey, do. Any way you, you have given us feedback, we just appreciate your email. And we really like the fact that you listen. And we're glad we're helping you to uh, deal with, you know, getting, I assume, maybe getting wounded in combat or whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Um, cheers to you for your service and all that stuff. And. Thanks for listening. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to have have, have emails out. They're really Absolutely. nice to get them. And what I'd say, yeah, to to him and anyone else, if you want to promote the show, um, iTunes reviews are good. But but just telling people about us is is probably better. A bit of word of mouth, you know. Just tell your friends, say you know, have a listen to this or whatever. And that that's probably or, a better way. That's a, better, right. a, a better way to be like send money to me. That yeah, send be, the money to Chini. That would be a actually the best way would be to write it in the sky with like a skywriter, like hire him. Yeah, no, 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 let's, 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 
let's be ambitious like that that Creed Arena game. It, the best <laughs> way to promote the podcast is to somehow fire a laser at the moon and carve Veteran Gamers Podcast <laughs> on the moon. Excellent. Oh, was... Moon Millhouse, way to go! I think I, like I think that's the I best like advertising we could get. So if you've got a laser. Um, yeah, that and if, not, if you don't have one, dude, you surely know somebody in, you know, <laughs> DARPA who's got access to a laser, like in The Real Genius, and be like, just send it up on the moon. What's he called? Scar- is it Scaramanga or whatever he was called in James Bond? He'll have one of those. Yeah, what well, about him? But that's the man with just, the golden gun. But you, you're talking yeah. about Moonraker. Is that not him? Now, Moonraker was the one where they had lasers and stuff. Yeah, what was he called, the baddie in that? Anyway, him. Hacks or something. He had an X. Yeah, if you're listening, <laughs> do that for us. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Man. We like that. Carve us uh, off right, a hunk of that green cheese. Indeed, indeed. That nice Wensleydale. Um, yeah, Ginny. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've got one for us as well. Another email. Oh, yeah, Another I have Because we are desperate for them, as uh, was pointed out last week. Do you want desperate. me to play some background music for you too, Ginny? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I've got a headache. Uh, I've got any pills. Everybody <laughs> has to, everything has to be like moving with America. Like, <laughs> 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 Yeah. All right. Oh, come on, let's get down. Come on, everybody. It's too many. It's too many Okay, <laughs> let's bring it down. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the fact that uh, there's no commas or anything in this. So uh, forgive me <laughs> if I uh, I forget if I don't read this properly. Okay. Hi, Stu, Chinny, and Duke. Just finished Hi. listening. Hi. Yeah, it's not it's not a two way thing, Duke. So you can refrain yourself from. Responded. Uh, just finished. No capital J. Just finished listening to you last podcast and wanted to raise a point concerning the fanboy section about Halo versus Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Now, I'm a massive Halo. Uh, sorry, I'm a massive fan of Halo. Love the story, weapons, characters. Uh, basically, the whole game. Uh, sorry, whole game as you can just start and of. The se- I'm reading this word for word, and yes, of are. the series, and getting the game, or die-hard fans can follow the games from start to finish with an excellent online multiplayer, and can't wait for Halo Reach to be released. <laughs> they, now, they've taken all the lice out of it, and now they're going to re-lice <laughs> it. Uh, oh, you're putting people off sending no, emails no, in hey, like they'll just take the mickey out. Well, we always do this with emails, and look how many they keep <laughs> hey, coming in. Hey, I know. It's the more weird. abusive we are, the more they send. <laughs> no, without abusing it, we, we love emails. So yeah, we're, it's we're funny. Not... It's hey, just, you know. We took the piss out. Go on, carry on, carry on. All right, we take the piss out. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. Go on, carry on. Uh, now for COD. I've had this game for just over two weeks, and I'm loving it. Not as much as Halo. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll stop. Not as much as Halo, but. As I'm getting more and more into the game, the better it gets. I won't say too much about it, as I've not put time into the campaign. You can't compare the two games. They are worlds apart. No pun intended. I think Halo should be compared with games like Doom, Dead Space, etc. And Modern Warfare should be compared with Medal of Honor, Rainbow Six, and other war games set on this planet. Overall, both games are works of art, and should be treated as such. Not according well, to Roger Ebert. Well, thanks for reading this email. I needed to get it off my chest. Uh, not literally, of, of course. If any of the listeners want to lick up with <laughs> what it says, Ether <laughs> of the games, please give out my tag, Raffinch1983. R-A-F-I-N-C-H-1983. Yeah. 
one I ate for him. Which means um, he's two years older than me. Wicked podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Rafinch. He's on my friends list, yes. actually. Yeah, there you go. I, I, sort of, I sort of have to disagree with him because... What a shock. Yeah, because, well, Halo and Call of Duty are both massive multiplayer games, so whatever you do, they're always going to get compared, whether you agree no, with think, it or not. I think he's got a point where I think he's got a point. People. They're a different audience. You know? Yeah, but it's not going to make any difference. He still will get compared regardless. Going, going back to our previous email, the, the guy, I mean, he doesn't like realistic shooters. He likes yeah. space and lasers because he doesn't have to relate to that. He doesn't have to, like, he's got no kind of... Yeah, well, you know, realism about it, so he can he can just play that and and forget about whatever's going on, and uh, yeah, you know. But Halo appeals to. I mean, it's okay to like the two. You know, Rafinch likes the two, and guess what? I like the two. I think they're both great games. It's not against the law to like Halo and Call of Duty. I You're know. not allowed to do that. I know. That, that's... I know. It's amazing. Um, you heretic. Um, but yeah, you know. It, I think you can like them both. They they offer different things, especially Reach. You know, we've sort of been seeing videos on Reach, uh, and I mean, it's borrowed a lot of things from Call of Duty, but it still it still looks like Halo. And Halo is a lot of fun when you get when you get going with it. You know, it's I think it appeals to different people sometimes, and others it's just like they like anything as long as you shoot people. There you go. Thanks That's for, pretty much. Thanks it. for Finch, anyway. For some... Yeah, it's great. Uh, I've got one. Mine's very quick. You like this? You like this? You ready for this? Uh huh. Are you ready? Uh, it's from our secret supplier of lists and beta codes, etc. Oh, we finally get to know who it is. No, you don't get no, to know. Oh, you tease. But this is his email. FYI. That's it. And a link. <laughs> uh, That's it. Uh, okay. FYI and a link. So I was like, huh. What's this then? Better not be so two girls, one cup. Well, there is a girl. Uh, I watched, I watched um, uh, Family Guy. Uh, the other day, I don't know if you saw the bit where you don't watch Family Guy, do you? Do I don't watch Family Guy. Actually, oh. I do. It's called The Simpsons because everything on Family Guy is stolen from yeah, the Simpsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yada yada yada. Yeah, but there's a bit on Family Guy where Stewie, Brian makes Stewie watch two girls, two girls in a cup, and it's the funniest thing ever. I'm sorry, it's just brilliant. Thank uh, you, thank you for bringing that up. I just laughed at Family Guy when he was playing Modern Warfare. Yeah, like, oh, is, is that a grenade? Is that how you duck down behind a car? Like throws a grenade into the car that he's sitting behind. Anyway, your email. So anyway, anyway, FYI, what's the link, link to? Link. So we clicked on the link, and it's basically a news story that says online game shoppers duped into selling their souls. Oh yeah. yes, this is game yeah. station. This is game, is game Yes, game. I've heard about this. And I was like, huh? Let me have a look at this. So luckily, I, I think I'm okay. Luckily, I think I'm okay. Yeah. But this this is absolutely true, and they, they did it just to see how many people actually read the contract. Oh, nice. You know, when you do an online contract. And basically, they put, they, they put into the contract, there was a clause in the contract when you signed up to GameStation, and basically it said, uh, by placing an order via this website on the first day of the fourth month of the year 2010, uh, Anno Domini, you agree to grant us a non-transferable option to claim, for now and forevermore, your immortal soul. Nice. Uh, should we wish to exercise this option, you agree to surrender your immortal soul and any claim you may have on it within five working days of receiving written notification from GameStation.co.uk or one of its duly authorized minions. Wow. That's really so, funny. Yeah, that's going to be like on The Simpsons, <laughs> man. You're going to be walking into the quickie market and the automatic doors won't open. It. <laughs> yeah. oh. And then the little Christian kid, thank you, door. So they, re- they reckon it, it affected about 7,500 people who placed orders on that day. Well, it hasn't affected them yet, but it will. Yeah. Wait till yeah. they get to purgatory. What are we doing floating around here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Purgatory's Purgatory's always our family guy, and they and they they go, um, "What's this like? Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's so so." But, they, but they've copped out a little bit. They have copped out because they did send emails out to everybody who ordered that day, saying even though the clause was there, they didn't intend to enforce it. So they were they were. Oh, well, so they out. say. I don't trust GameStation. <laughs> so there you go. So I, you know, I was a bit worried for a second that my soul might have been owned. <laughs> Your but soul okay. got owned. I have I have ordered off GameStation, so you know that clause is in the contract. But luckily, I never ordered anything on the first of April. Well, there you go. But, you know, I'm guessing it possibly was an April Fool's as well. Oh, well, yeah, it started out as April Fool's. Yeah, it sounds like But, yeah, I like the fact that they'd already built it into their contracts. <laughs> well, they're just getting ready, man. They're just testing out. And then they're like, ha-ha, just a joke. And now they're going to be yeah. like, put it back in. Yes, I Lord know, yeah. Satan, we will. We will deliver you all the souls you want. <laughs> the April Fool's was, it wasn't an April Fool's at all. <laughs> now, can we please offer more than $2 for a game that's a year old? Never! There you go. Right, anyway, on that... Is that what Satan <laughs> gets up to? He just tries to, like, charge more for games? Yeah, is that, exactly, yeah. man, is that what he's doing? Yeah, it's called Bobby Cummings. Don't <laughs> let Left 4 Dead into Australia. Okay, yeah. Dark Lord Satan. Yeah, it's Bobby Kotick. He's always trying to charge more for games. Make a game where people brush their teeth. No one's going to play that Satan. Do it! <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, and go to the toilet. Don't forget. Um, right, so let's... Uh, let's... Do even I wouldn't ask for that. <laughs> let's have a quick break. So uh, I believe we've got some music this week. I got some music. This is this is music you're probably familiar with, because especially Stu, I know you like The Prodigy, right? I do, I do, yes. Right, well, I found something online. I was looking for some funky video game music, and this was pretty cool. Someone took the Poison, that Prodigy song, awesome, music for Jilted Generation, and they mixed it up with the Super Mario Brothers theme. So here's a – it's pretty short, but it's fun. I thought it was really well done. It matches up really well. They timed it beautifully, and I think it works really well blended together. So here we go.
There we go. Yeah. We like a mashup. Yeah. So it's just like Glee now. Yeah, exactly. See, and, you know, that's from the UK. That's kind of noisy. Noisy music comes from everywhere, man. Yeah, but we don't like our radio shows going like, hey, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, that's Chris Ball's <laughs> reality. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is a particularly radio, but, uh... unique American... Uh, yeah, I remember when I first listened to American Radio when I was in Florida, and they they just wake you up like you switch oh, it on. Like, hey, what? wake up, Brad! You're an idiot. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember. When... Actually, there was a there's a, the, the show I was talking about earlier. Ian Case and the Duke, man, Nashville, Tennessee. They made it so that their only sound effect. They forced themselves to only use applause as their sound effect. So everything they did, they were just playing applause. Instead of crazy, wacky sound effects. There you go. It was interesting for me when we, we went to France on the holiday. And whatever song they're playing on the radio is, is the uncut version. So if it's a rap song, it's like the proper wow. rap song with all the swear words and everything in it. And I rem- yeah, I remember driving around with Millie in the back of the car who was about four <laughs> or five at the time. And it's like, off, turn it off. Ah, yeah, better turn this off. And that's like in the middle of the day as well. Straight so, out of Compton, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they don't care about swearing in, in France so much. Not so much on the radio, especially English swearing. Is that why the French are so fucking rude? Possibly. <laughs> they don't possibly. care about the swear words. Just an interesting little fact I, I didn't have uh, a great time. I've been to France twice and I hated it both the, times. The one that, I had to put the mother in a museum in the middle of this public square. And the, the, the one I... The fountain. The one I particularly remember was the Akon song, you know, where he, he wants to wants to fuck her all over the floor or whatever it is. Oh, and yeah, that it, particular it, song, Stu, tell me. Yeah, that. yeah, that's it's an Akon. It's, it's I want to love you, love okay, you. Okay, I'll take on, your word for it. On the radio edit, but so. on the on the real one, it isn't that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. We don't have to <laughs> your imagination because you just told us what they're exactly. And anyway, moving on. I very moving rarely on. Swear. It needed a bit of a swear word there. I was, too. So can I just say, like, about I got to, I got stuff stolen when I was in France. I was just very bitter about Fran- France. And so if you're French, I'm sorry, but if you did stole my shit, right, <laughs> they give it me back. And <laughs> another thing, and another thing, right, I got something else stolen this week, and I was last week, sorry, and I was very upset about it. Killed the march. I got just my iPod star. I got my iPod stolen this week. Man, that sucks. And I was just very, you know, I was just, I was, oh. I was, I was vexed. Oh man, I was vexed. Damn it, because I've always got my iPod me, on me all the time, and I was, oh, no. that's annoying. Why people? See, that's why I, I was make sure I buy crappy electronics because nobody's gonna want yeah, my iPod. Was, if they was, came to my iPod, they'd be like, ah, this piece of crap. Nobody wants. It that. wasn't. It wasn't a new one. It was like a second generation one, so it wasn't new. Oh. Man. But. Someone stole it. I don't know. Sometimes people are just going to steal stuff because they can't. But it was mine. It had a name. It was called Rod, the Pod, and it was mine. And it had my almost... iPod's called iHal. I thought that was pretty clever. Ah, because the space. Please put this Eric, sound yeah. on there. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh, Damn it! I said anyway. We need to. We need to move on. <laughs> so it's okay for you to talk about nonsense, but what else? Well, this about thing with people... Alan Wake, they got this. No, no, you were, you were all right. First he hits a deer, and then he goes into the house, and he has some hot when, chocolate. It was when Duke started doing the nerdy stuff about 2001 that I had to move well, on. Sorry. It's one of the best films <laughs> ever made. Look, it was nerdy. He's called his iPod something off that. He's nerdy. Okay, What's let's... What's your iPod <laughs> called, Stu? iPod. Nerd. Oh, that's nerd. That's it's not boring. I'd rather be a nerd than be a drone just, or a just boy. an iPod. 
it's it's an inanimate object. It I doesn't know, have it's a name. Inanimate object, and I want it back. Rod. <laughs> God love us. Uh, right, yes, we have got a quiz this week because uh, Chini's not involved, thank God. He's uh, so... going to be answering questions. Well, he's going to be answering questions. That's at least right. he doesn't have to do anything. No. God love us. Right, anyway, so yeah, it's quiz time. Yay. Yeah, Woo. quiz time. Cue the music. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Quizerator. It's called Gamerator? Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I'm your host, Duke Scan. And tonight, we have in the purple corner, Stu. And in the ultraviolet corner, we have Jenny. Blah. All right, we got three rounds tonight. The first one's called I'll Be In My Trailer. This is classic clips from video game trailers. You're going to have to guess which game it's from. Second round is called Cover to Cover. It's all about video game covers, so I hope you've been paying attention to the covers of these. And then the final round is called Today's Special. I have prepared special questions about a game that you are probably very familiar with, hopefully. And I'm going to offer you a chance to answer questions for extra points without options and regular points with options. So here we go. First round. Everybody ready? Yep. It's called I'll Be In My Trailer. The odd numbers are going to be for Stu. The even numbers are going to be for Chinny. Stu, here is your first clip. The question is, from which game trailer is this sound from? So, they have beaten you, huh? Your quest is over. What if it's only beginning? Uh, Red Steel 2. Ginny, would you like to take a guess? Oh, it's like a guess. Is it Metro 2033? It is not. That's actually from Uncharted 2. Really? Oh, my God. I was I was convinced it was Red Seal. It just sounded Chinese and, yeah, weird. Well, you were huh? wrong. All right. Next clip is for Ginny. Here we go. Like any man, when he's pushed to his limits, he's capable of anything. What game is that from? Jesus. Um, I, I think y'all need to watch more trailers for video games. <laughs> uh, I'm now sore. <laughs> Stu, just take a guess. Can I play again for me? Yes. Just play one more time. Like any man, when he's pushed to his limits, he's capable of anything. Uh, heavy rain. <laughs> Oh, also incorrect. Awful. That's from Splinter Cell Conviction. Oh. All right, Stu, here is your next clip. Okay. One second. Heavy rain. <laughs> a breath. Heavy rain. Heavy rain. The course of a life. Yes, that is correct. Stu's on the board with a point. Yay! Boo <laughs> on that game, but yay, you got it right. Chinny, here's your next clip. A new era of bioterrorism descended upon vulnerable countries, shifting the balance of power throughout the region. Have I played this? What clip is that from? I don't know. Uh, Can I hear it again, please? Certainly! A new era of bioterrorism descended upon vulnerable countries, shifting the balance of power throughout the region. Uh, fracture. Stooge, I take a guess. Is that Resident Evil 5? It is indeed. I had to cut a part of that out of the clip when he talks about the Umbrella Corporation. I figured that would be. You know, crazy. I nearly 
I nearly said Far Cry 2 then. As that would have been so. wrong. I know. I'm glad I didn't. All right. Next clip. Final clip for Stu in this round. We'll see her again. And soon. You convinced me of that. So stay strong. God. So just play that again. We'll see her again. Just play that again. We'll see her again. And soon. You convinced me of that. So stay strong. Hmm. So a game where a girl's gone missing. Hmm. Is it Mario? Because <laughs> that has a girl go missing at the beginning of every game. Surely that's right. Don't take a guess. Um. Fear two. That is from Final Fantasy thirteen. Ah. Like I took any notice of that. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. You played it, but you didn't pay attention to the story. Because there Definitely was no not. story. Yeah. All right, final clip is for Chinny. In light of the world to come, your sacrifice is nothing. Out of your pain, paradise was born. I feel like I should know it. After. <laughs> all right. Would you like to hear it again? Yeah, alright. So we don't have to listen to you going... <sighs> In light of the world to come, your sacrifice is nothing. Out of your pain, paradise was born. God of War 3. No! Stu, would you like to take a guess? Bioshock 2. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the first round, Stu is way out in front with three points, and Shinny's not yet on the board. <laughs> so let's get to the next round. Cover to cover, this is all about video game box covers. So I believe most of these are involving games that you folks have played, but there may be some that you haven't. <laughs> However, here are the... <laughs> it's like having Howard Stern on here. <laughs> no, that... Howard Stern. No, here's Howard Stern. Listen, honey, take your shirt off. Anyway. <laughs> No. Come on, keep Here's your first go, question. go. <laughs> Just move on, move on. What? Move on, move on. I would if you quit interrupting me. Move Which on, move f- on. Go on, move on. <laughs> Sorry. No, go on. Seriously, I'm, hey, I'm I... going to stop now. Okay. I'll stop now. Yes, you are going to stop. Which of the following is not visible on the box cover for Fable 2? A, a sword. B, a gun. C, a bow. Or D, a buckle. A bow. That is correct. Chinny, here's your first question in this round. On the box cover for Super Mario Galaxy, which color is not used for a letter in Mario? A, red, B, blue, C, yellow, or D, purple? Purple. That's correct, and the man is on the board. Uh, Stu! Uh, here's your next, <laughs> here's your next uh, question, Stu. Which of the following superheroes is not featured on the cover of Marvel Ultimate Alliance? A, Captain America, B, Human Torch, C, Spider-Man, or D, Thor? 
Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not Spider-Man. I didn't mean Spider-Man. Well, sorry. I'm sorry, but I the have hum- to take what you said. The human torch is... And the human torch. I don't I know. I have to take what you said. I'm really sorry. I won't pass it over to Chinny because obviously uh, it's out of play now. But you were correct the second time with human torch. It was a human torch. I don't know why I said Spider Man. I, I have not said it either. I'm afraid I have to take game. the word you say. And then I, I just said what you said at the if end. If I were Regis Philbin, I would ask every time, is that no. your final answer? But I'm not, and yes. I won't. And right. I'm not being nice this time. I'm just being mean. That's okay. In the past, I I've been nice to everyone. You were nice to You were nice to me. All right, Chinny, here's your yeah. question. What is the car approaching on the cover of Burnout Paradise? A, a stoplight, B, a gas station, C, a parking lot, or D, a police car? Oh, I've got this. What? Uh... <sighs> Redirect the options again, please. A, a stoplight, B, a gas station, C, a parking lot, or D, a police car? It's not a parking lot. It's not. A police car. I'd say a stoplight. That is correct. I suppose I should have said a petrol station instead of gas station. And you should have said traffic light instead of stoplight. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, well, you saw through my American prejudice. Uh, Stu, your next question is a yes or no question. Does the Half-Life symbol appear on the cover of the orange box? Yes. Yes, it does. Very well done. Yeah, All right. I was playing this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Chinny, your, que- your next question is also a yes or no question. Is there a tank on the cover of Battlefield Bad Company 2? Uh, I was almost said no then, but uh, I know there's a guy and uh, you can only see half of him. Is there anything behind him? Uh, I think you try to catch me, so I'll say yes. There is a tank. Is that your final answer? I yes, yes. Yes. That is correct. I was trying to catch both of you out. Well done. All right, back to questions with multiple possibilities. Stu, how many guns are visible on the cover of Bayonetta? A one, B two, C three, or D four? That would be. Three. Well done. All right, Chinny, on the cover of Just Cause 2, what is the hero grappling away from? A, a crashing helicopter. B, a car collision. C, a flaming gas station, petrol station, excuse me. Or D, an exploding building. Uh, an exploding building. Man, you guys know your box covers. <laughs> Who'd have known? Yeah. Uh, next one. Stu, which character does not appear in any of the various Simpsons game covers? As you may know, there was a different cover design for Xbox 360, PS3, PSP, Wii, and others. So, which of these characters does not appear in any of those covers? A, Ned Flanders. B, Dr. Hibbert. C, Ralph Wiggum. Or D, Krusty the Clown. I would say Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> Dr. Hibbert? No. Pure guess. No, I, yeah. You're a bad Simpsons fan. Watch more Simpsons. Whatever. Ch- I watch Family Guy. <laughs> All right, Chinny, if I if you get the next question correct, you're going to get 20 bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. 
How rude. Yeah. All right. Next question, Chinny. Uh, what color is the lightsaber on the cover of The Force Unleashed? A, green, B, yellow, C, red, or D, blue? Red, red. Red, red, red. That is correct. And after that round, Stu is in the lead with seven. Chinny's trailing close behind with five. All right. The final round is called Today's Special. Uh, the way this works is I will read the question. If you can get it correct without hearing the choices, you will get two points. If I read the choices and then you get it correct, you will get one point. Otherwise, you will get zero points. Each of these is about a game that I'm pretty sure each of you has played a lot. So, Stu... Your three questions are all about Left for Dead. Number okay. one, at what health point, uh, health point level, does a character in Left for Dead begin limping? That is to say, how many point, how many health points will you have when you start limping? I can't remember how many you get to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> that will probably even... be a problem. Well, it's weird when you because when you sort of lose all your main health, it goes into hundreds, doesn't it? Um, I can't remember. I'm gonna. I'll say less than ten. I'm no, I, I really have no idea. Okay. Well, here are your options. Is it A fifteen, B twenty nine, C thirty nine, or D ten? Same again. So what was the first one? Sorry. 15, 29, yeah. 39, or 10? I'll go with 15. Also incorrect. Shinny, I can throw it over to you. 29. The answer is 39. Really? No. That's correct. Really like it. Huh? All right. Stu, your next question about Left 4 Dead. What is Bill's last name as seen on his military jacket? Oh, God. Uh, I, I would have no idea. Okay. I'll have, I'll have the clues, please. Right. Here are the clues. A, Overbeck, B, Thompson, C, Schwarzkopf, or D, Panerton? I'm going to go with Panerton. Correct. Yeah. Chinny, would you like to take a guess? Yeah, can I have the options again? The options are Overbeck, Thompson, Schwarzkopf, and not Panerton, because Stu guessed that. Uh, over... What, the other one? I have a Beck with it. Last name is Overbeck. All right, Stu, your final question in this round. Uh, in every in-game poster, Zoe is holding the same weapon. What is it? Is it an axe? Your options are A, shotgun, B, pistol, C, assault rifle, or D, baseball bat. Uh, pistol. That is correct. Jenny, Yo. two points behind. Your questions, Jenny, are all about Borderlands. Uh. Your first question is this. What extra piece of info do you learn when you first meet Nine Toes? Fuck out. <gasps> oh. Um... Nine toes. No, I need the options. Okay, the options that are... That he has nine, no, nine toes? Was that it? <laughs> That's not an extra piece of info. Um, here are your options. A, he has 11 fingers. B, he has three butt cheeks. C, he has two tongues. Or D, he has three balls. Three balls. That is correct. 
Next question. What is the name of Crazy Earl's pet skag? No idea. Okay, your options are A, killer, B, scrappy, C, dog meat, or D, crazy spot? Uh, hmm. Dog meat is the dog from Fallout, but the game alludes to different things. Oh, man. What are the options again? Killer, scrappy, dog meat, or crazy spot? Uh, I'll go with dog meat. It's incorrect, Stu. Would you like to try to guess? I'm going to go because he's crazy. I'm going to go with crazy spot. Incorrect. The answer is scrappy with a K. Uh, All right. Chinny, this could level it. Or if you answer it without the options, you could win it. I doubt I will. Well, let's see. Which character maintains vehicles in Pandora? Oh, I don't even understand that question. <laughs> Which character maintains vehicles? Okay, well, it looks after vehicles in Pandora. Uh, let's see. Do I know any characters in... Is there only no Ned? He's a doctor. No. No. I need the options, please. Okay, the options are... A. Scooter. B. TK Baja. C, Chuck Durden, or D, Rage Zabin? Uh, uh, scooter makes sense. Also scooter. Uh, I am so mm-hmm. freaking sick of you people! <laughs> what is this? I'm sorry! God, <laughs> you keep having to be the first <laughs> What? Uh, What's the matter? We're tied again. You tied again. Oh, you tied again. Always tie on my quizzes. Have you prepared a tie question? Of course I haven't prepared a tie question. Give me a second, I'll come up with something. Uh, I reckon yours was a lot easier than mine, Stu. Because Borderlands is not a game where you pay attention to what's going on. I have no idea. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I thought they were both hard. Okay, fine. Here we go. Uh, Names. Yeah. Here we go. Shush. Okay. Uh, 3D Game Heroes is a game we talked about earlier, coming out for the PS3 soon. Now, Uh the question is, uh, the game, there was a teaser site that showed up in 2009 featuring a cube and a countdown timer. Uh, The question is, on what date in 2009 was it first released? So is it nearest to the date yes, in 2000? Nearest to the date wins. Oh my god. In 2000, uh, in the whole of the year. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, That's, that makes it hard. It makes as much really... sense as which day of the month. So just that way yeah, I'll have I to guess. come up with another one. Because you're not going to guess perfectly symmetrical answers like you did last time. That's, that's... <laughs> um, I'm going to say. Okay. I'll, go, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yes, you now. will. Now. So I would say it would be. Uh, November the 1st, November 2009. 1st. Okay, Chinny, what do you guess? Oh, I, I have no idea, so I'm going to say my birthday. I'll say September the 3rd. Okay, Chinny gets it right because it's August 10th, and that's September's closer than November. Yeah. But both of you very well done. You got eight questions right each, and so good job and well done, and hooray for everyone. Yeah.
this week's Gamer Raiders. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. Who would have believed it all bloody balance on the slip of the tongue when I weren't thinking straight? Oh, ah. yeah, that's right. You would have wanted it. You... Yeah? Yeah? Pay attention. The bloody human torch. I knew. Man, this isn't a dress rehearsal. This is your life. This is your life. This is... I know. This is your life. I know. I bloody knew he wasn't on the cover. I don't know why he said Spider-Man. Like, like he wouldn't be. He's like it. the central image. Jump I know. I know that. And, but you know, I think Free that's why. Thinking, man. Because when I was visualizing the cover, he's in the front, isn't he? He's at the front he's of like, them, and I think like, that he's the biggest central image, and all there's like four I, other pictures around him. And I think that's why I did it because I saw him in the front and went Spider-Man without thinking. I don't know. Well, that'll teach you to anyway. not think. That's our I job don't. in America. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, so great. Thanks for that, Drew. It was a good quiz. I like the cover one. I like the covers. You. I'm glad you liked yeah, it. We, I thought it was pretty good. decent. But I've got to say, those covers, are, they're obviously quite good artwork because we remembered well, nearly all of them. Apparently, yeah. Things. And I thought y'all rented some of those. I'm like, how do you know what this cover's like? I know. You'd be amazed what we remember. Yes. Well, we're, we're, Star Wars I one, I thought that, that he has to be very because he starts off as a Sith. And the Sith yeah, yeah, I thought maybe it would trick you up if you thought, well, maybe they didn't start. I don't know. Okay, we've got to do some shout-outs real quick and get that. If there anything, Duke, it's not to think. To not think. Yeah, exactly. So, Answer yeah. quickly and don't think about it. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Right, quick quick shout-outs. Chinny, first of all, quick ones. Quick, quick. Uh, shout-out to the people that emailed the show. Uh, we do appreciate it. We, we, we joke because we love. So, right. Finch, um, I can't remember the other guy's name. What was his name? Oh, yeah, Pew Pew Bang. Pew Pew Bang. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, I recognise that name. I reckon he wrote into the IGN podcast once. Um, but yeah, that's a great name. Uh, yeah, so thanks for writing in. We really do appreciate it. We think it's great. Yes, other people that's, should also write in. Yeah. And where should Just, they send it to, Jenny? They, they should send it. That's a good question. Let's stall while I remember the name. The, <laughs> no, podcast. Podcast at uk. I know. I was just want, wanted to be sure. Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. Do email us because it makes us think, because if we do it every week, we just think that we're doing it to ourselves. And it's really nice that other people do listen and uh, they enjoy it. And, and it kind of makes right. it worth doing because sometimes we think, ah, oh, uh, but it's, when people hear how much they enjoy it, it really And to make sure worth. that you're not just sending it random and we know that it's actually in response to this request for emails, put this code in your email when you send it. 623-512-9877-218-5216. There you go. Uh, Duke. Oh, right. Um, shout outs. My shout outs. I have two. Skull Duggerer, because he's been sending me cool music and he's got good taste in music. He sent me some electro popping and rocking stuff, kind of like Nucleus. Y'all remember that? Jam on it. Jam on it. Anyway, he sent me some cool stuff. I still haven't listened to that one he keeps badgering me about. So get off my back! But by the time he hears this, I probably will have listened to it. So I will tell him what I think by then. Also, there's a guy named Fumble with a three at the end instead of an E. And he uh, sent me a friend request. And every time I get a random friend request, I get nervous because I'm like, I don't know this person it's probably one of my students trying to hook up because they're always like what's your gamer tag and sometimes they track me down they're like oh, i'll play with you and i'm like look i can't there's weird legal implications but so then i wrote back and i'm like why are you sending me a friend invite and he goes because your podcast owns and i was like yes you're cool so i added him and i appreciate that feedback so i'm glad he likes it thanks for listening and everybody who listens you're awesome thank you for checking us out tell your friends about our show come by our website veterangamers.co.uk and check out vghub.net as well and let's say a shout out to all the cool people on that site vghub.net where all the game sites and podcasts go to be cool yeah and not forgetting that uh, theme xbox on there yeah, that's right. IP. yeah and he, he likes his little shout out oh, so there you go i was, I was playing battlefield i was playing battlefield with pete today 
He's a, he's yeah. a good he's lad. He's a good lad. He's a good guy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, go and check his site out. If you don't know whether the theme is worth buying or not, go and have a look in it. It'll show That's you right. on there. There you go. And yeah, I've got I've got. First of all, by the way, just just to sort of clarify, if you do send us friend requests, that's fine. We're quite happy to. It's get a good idea requests. to put a little message in too, though. Put a little note, just not random. Who are you? Because I always end up sending one. Who are you? Yeah. And then they say, "Oh, I listen to the show," but just yeah. put a little message on there. Don't just Beat send us, us to the random. punch, man. We won't have to bother with all that. Just say, well, send us a- "Podcast is stupid. I want to play games with you, so yeah. I know you're not a total idiot." So yeah, that's always a good idea. Send us a little message. Yes. Who, I would uh, draw my I, question. Who are you? Who? Yeah. Who, who are you? Uh, anyway, Wait, Carpenter, uh, shout out to uh, hurry, 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 hurry. We have got another iTunes review. Look, what are we, oh what are we really doing? What are we doing think... that causes up there? I know. Please, don't ever let it be Stu and the Duke alone again. I know, we're up to 70 now. Oh, my God. Um, but I, I didn't think we were going to get one this week. It was touch and go. It only came on today. Oh, it only snap. came on today. Yesterday, it was late yesterday, so it's only just come on. Uh, but it's from uh, Mr. R.A. Finch, who also sent us an email, so that's very kind of him. And he's put, it's, it's the best around, five stars. Uh, this is a fun podcast that tells you all you need to know about games. I can't put it into words how good this show and the guys really are. I love it. R.A. Finch, 1983. Really so there you go. It, man. Really appreciate it. People Keep willing coming. to lie for us on iTunes. Just I know. So <laughs> I know, isn't it? Your $10 iTunes. check is in the mail. Oh, yeah, and um, yeah, and before I forget, yes, Filthy has asked me to give him a quick shout-out. So, cool. Yeah, yeah quick shout-out to you there, Filthy. Peace. And to finish off, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, we did ha- we have got a competition uh, for an APB uh, beta code. So, anyone, you've got to have a decent PC for this because, obviously, it, it, it won't run on, like, you know. It's going to run on Windows. your grandpappy's PC. Definitely not. You need something better than Windows 95 and no That's graphics right. card. So, yeah, you need something fairly decent to run this game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we have got one. I can't run it, you know, so I'm happy to give it away to someone. And I'd like to thank uh, Major, Ch- Major Chavez, who's in the in the beta, and he got an extra code, so he's sent it to us to give away. So he's, I'll just, yeah, I'll just quickly, and I mean really quickly read out his email. But, hi there, guys. Major Chavez here again. I got an email a couple of days ago from the APB people as I'm taking part in their beta. Uh, it was another key to give to a friend, but rather than do that, I would like to donate the key to you. If you want to use it for a contest or use it for yourself, Daddy, as you seem to be quite interested in the beta, I have only played it twice as the play times are quite strict, but it's really good. I won't say any more as I don't want to break the NDA. Uh, use it as you please, and thanks again for all the effort you guys put into the podcast. What follows is a direct copy and paste from the email and tells you how to use the key. Uh, please note, and this is the proviso, it is only for people in the EU, so sorry to all the Americans out there. Or you could do this, you could just read it out now and see if people are like frantically pounding it into their computer and rewinding their iPods, and whoever gets in first just wins. No, there's a special link uh, that you have to go to. Just tell us what the URL is, read it all out with the question nope. marks and... Plus no, signs no, no, no. And... Anyway, so here's the competition. So if you're in the EU, in the European Union, so it doesn't have to be UK. It can be anywhere in Europe. If you're uh, in the Czech uh, Republic, man. Here yeah, it would, be, it would be cool, I have to say, to get someone from, from a European country to email in. That would be cool. Um, and you can email in your language. You can soon translate it using Google. So well, that's they're fine. in French, they're certainly not going to be emailing. Chin, it doesn't like me. I say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, so thing I stole from you t- ten years ago, you fucker. You have a stupid wallet back. I don't know what to do with it. So anyway, it's dead simple. It's really, really simple. So basically, uh, in the game APB, you can uh, personalize your character. 
to look like any character you like, pretty much, apparently. And you have a kill tune. So every time you kill someone in the game, they hear a tune that you have designed yourself. So basically, that's two of the components of the game. So what we'd like to know is, if you got the code, how would you design your characters? Or what would it look like? So it can be someone famous or a description of how you would do it. And what would your kill tune be? And it's about as simple as that. I'll tell you what I would do. Uh, I'd look like Ice Cube and Higher Learning with that huge, enormous afro. But my kill tune would be that high-pitched sound from nothing but a G thing. So there you go. There's an example for you. Very, very good. Thanks for that, Duke, yeah. I think. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's really it. So, uh, yeah, get your emails in, and we'll, I'll send it to the person that we think is the best entry, and we'll read that out hopefully next week on the show. You've got a week because I, I have no idea when this uh, beta finishes, so get those in as quick as you can. As quick as you can. There's my kill tune. Great. And one final quick thing before we do go, and then we really are going to get the hell out of here. Um, yeah, we're going to have a live show on the 12th of May. So that's Wednesday, the 12th of May. And we will have a link up on the site on the uh, www.veterangamers.co.uk. So yep. if you're around at 10 o'clock GMT on the 12th of May on our site, we will have a live streaming show. We're going to do it. Live show. Guests are welcome, Roger. That's it. That's it. People are welcome. People are everybody's welcome. We're not sure. Yeah. We have done them in the past, and Duke's uh, connection is not always held up. But there you go. <laughs> and on that note, we need to get the hell out of here. So yeah, see you later. Bye. Go. Bye. Go. Go. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>